everybody, and welcome back to another episode of The Televoid. Happy 4th of July! I'm one of your hosts, Mara Kate Elliott, and I'm joined, as always, by my lovely co-host, LaToya Ferguson. Hey, LaToya. I just want to say that we have done more Saved by the Bell episodes for this podcast than any other non-Saved by the Bell podcast. This is our second original Saved by the Bell episode. Uh, we have done the movie, the unauthorized Lifetime movie, We've done an episode of The New Class. We've done a commentary on an episode of The New Class. Yes. When will it end? When will it end? The college years. Never. <laughs> Short answer. We're going to do it Hawaiian style. Hey. We're going to Vegas. Hey, LaToya. And we are joined by uh, returning Saved by the Bell and other things specialist. <laughs> What's up, Lindsay Keel? I'm back. Don't be so creepy. <laughs> Well, if you can't tell from that introduction and the, the upcoming holiday, uh, this is our 4th of July-themed episode. It is season 3 or season 5, depending on where you watch it, um, episode 6 or 3, respectfully, of Saved by the Bell. It's the 4th of July episode, which is just 4th of July for them. Um, and it's one of the only few handful of uh, Malibu Beach Party episodes where they Beach just... Club. Trapes Not off. Malibu Beach oh, Party. That's They do always thing. have parties at the club. Oh, yeah, though. every episode in the Malibu Beach mistake. Club is, like, a different competition, but still. I've got questions. <laughs> I got real questions about most of what happens there. But, um, yeah, so it's, it's, it's like its own... It's hard to really describe. It kind of comes back into play. We, we figured this out on our own, LaToya, when we watched the um, New Class episode, where half of the season just gets set in a mall for literally no reason, which is kind of similar to this. This is It's for a reason. It's in a, the summer episodes. But, yeah, in a know. matter of happenstance, actually, like, this was the same season of uh, 90210 doing their summer episodes. Uh, yeah, there's their Summer Beach Club episode. Although, it at least works, in, uh, here, the beach is real because there is a beach in Malibu. There is no beach in Beverly Hills. Oh, yeah. So, what was that? I always wondered that about that show. Like, it always seemed like they were at the beach, and I was like, I always thought Beverly Hills was a little, like, yeah. less. Yeah, like, they actually filmed property. Yeah, they filmed all the beach stuff at Santa, in Santa Monica, where the beach is, but for some reason, they're like, Beverly Hills has everything. It's like how. I'm- on shows, sometimes we're like, we're gonna show you Orlando, and it's like, look at all this B-roll of the beach, and, like, Orlando's super, like, landlocked, and there is no beach <laughs> anywhere. Or, yeah, well, you guys know that more specifically, because you're both California, but we get that for, like, It's Always Sunny has it a couple episodes, where they'll show the exterior of the bars, like, some, like, shitty warehouse in the middle of Jabib. If they had the location they're supposed to be at, it'd be, like, literally riverfront and cost a million dollars. <laughs> so it's like, okay. I love it, but it's also like not where Grindball is. Old city, like where rich people and doctors live. So I don't, it's funny, but I love it. So anyway, like I, this, is one of those, this is one of those shows where I feel like it achieved exactly what it needed to achieve. But looking back on it, like I really recommend you go back and watch some of these episodes. They're garbage and it's delightful it's it's very very fun and stupid which is like usually you watch things that are either fun or stupid i don't even know why i would say it's fun because i hate ace i like it because of mario lopez yeah every rewatch makes me hate him more zach is like complete sleazeball for the majority of the episode yet this is the one episode where he's just like not a sociopath for the entire thing which is really weird bad though he still has moments where he's not great no he's garbage but at the same time he does the right thing without anyone having to coerce him into doing the right thing which is the least zach morris thing ever because he's a sociopath oh man and and screech is screech (laughs) so we don't even go into that (laughs) oh i also like early on in the episode like i was like oh yeah this is the season where kelly and zach like don't interact at all because you have to have the zach uh, Stacy stuff, and like this is the only episode of this like this part of the season where they interact, just so they can have like the miscommunication basically between Zach and Stacy. 
I prefer that. I don't know if that's just me coming from a place of just not wanting to be shoved down my throat of the Zack and Kelly of it all, but I really, well, like, it was nice to see him not, like, creeping all over her at all times, which is, like, most well, of the Well, he was just creeping all over yeah, everyone. Everybody well, else. People. Although, it's I mean, easy, but as we all know, Zack and Lisa have the best chemistry. Uh, and I, I, I was like, wait, I completely forgot that in this episode, it's like, hey, let's have Slater, like, want to get with Lisa. I'm like, I'm so, I support everyone yeah, wanting to get with that? Lisa. I forgot about that. I mean, Slater's garbage, but I support oh my everyone wanting to get with Lisa. Guys, she's the best. you know what? It's been so long. Oh my God. Oh my God. I just had like a, a it was crazy. I literally watched this episode, like, having gone so long, having rewatched it, even though we just said we watched it a bunch. We do. But having only watched a few Slater or Lisa episodes, I forgot they weren't the people that were hooking up. I yeah. forgot it was him and Jesse. Yeah, Jesse just had some rando tall guy with her at the end. Holy of shit. I just, it literally just blew my mind. Like, I completely watched this episode thinking, like, yeah, they're the two that are set up to be constantly. Because the chemistry is, like, it's it's un, it's unbeatable. Like, it's it so weird that they like, never actually did anything with that because of, like, oh, like, this works. It worked so much better than him and Jesse because him and Jesse always felt so forced. Like yeah, he was, because she was yeah, like completely. She was like the trash feminist. They both have to yeah. They both have to totally hated on their, it. They have yeah, to exactly. force their personality. And they like pretended that she found it like charming. Like she wouldn't find no, that charming absolutely ever. Absolutely not. The only way she can stand it like with Zach is because he's like been her best friend since they were children. Forever. That's the yeah. only reason why. But like with Slater. Like, there was I, no reason she would ever take that. Like, it makes sense. I am just straight up in, like, in shock right now. And she'd call not. him, like, a pig. Like, yeah. oh, that's so cute and romantic. What? Yes. I really, I really Lisa, sure. even going Lisa makes this. sense because you have, like, popular rich girl and, like, the big-time jock. That makes exactly. sense. Oh, for sure. And it kind of, like, reminds me of another... I can't I can't think of what I'm thinking of. Maybe I'll come up, I'll come up with it later on. But it, it like tickles my brain. It like kind of reminds me of a different sort of style of relationship on a different show. I don't. Oh, I mean, well, no, I guess not really. But like, it kind of comes across like Boy Meets World to me a little bit, like Angela Sean, but not quite. Like it's, it's sort of like almost there because Sean at times is close to that, but he never really achieves like jock status like Slater. I'm saying that that piece like... of Zach Lisa that is more Angela Sean. Yeah, I agree. But it's still at least, like, way more interesting than Kelly and Zach, way more interesting than Jesse and, and Slater, It's and Screech I mean, and Lisa. I have like, what's Lisa gonna be Kelly relegated? and Zach, I will say that. And it always made more sense yeah. than, like, Kelly and Slater. Yeah. But, yeah, oh, yeah. So it's, it's just, it, I, I I must be thinking of Boy Meets World, but unless something doesn't mouse. But anyway, so it's it's certainly, I'm, I'm at a loss for words, to be totally honest, because I can't believe... It wasn't them. I, I completely. I wonder if I, I wonder if we get further down and my notes are just like up oh, stock couple Lisa and or not uh, Lisa and Slater because I they really did kind of even come across like best friends like like flirty and they wow, had I'm chemistry. Like, and Jessie had nothing to do with this episode. She had and nothing. Like she has to be so tied down with all the screech bullshit because that's like in the episode where she and Zach like are interested in each other. Zach like gives up just because a fucking screech. And, like, Screech has no chance with her, ever. None. It's so and gross to even, like, to, like literally so trash. hit that. It's disgusting. The best part of this episode is when Stacy just throws him to the ground like the garbage he is. Oh, this episode does remind me, Kelly Kapowski is kind of a saint, considering, like, she's amazing. She's supposed, she puts up with. She's amazing. But, but, like, she's amazing. Reach. I am. Kelly Kapowski has no reason to be a nice person at all, and she's, like, the sweetest person. She rocks she really that baby I mean, too. I, oh, my God, my... Uh, most of my notes are about the clothes. I'm not gonna lie. Like that, that like, I would super high hip bathing suit, where it's like, how much of that is covering up her crotch here? 
Like, and also, like, obviously Slater's trash, that's a given, but it's one of those situations where when I was younger, I was so obsessed with Zach Morris that it was almost like a, like a Backstreet Boy or an Insane member where you had to choose one. <laughs> yeah. And it, it doesn't matter if you didn't like the other ones, they were fine, they weren't the enemy, but it was like, you still could never, you, you were loyal to your member that you chose, that's why I know JC's Chessie's birthday is August 8th, and I will always know that, <laughs> like, oh my God. important sure, no. things were chosen to... <laughs> Yeah, don't, as, don't as, that as, an, as an important part of my life is like choosing loyalty to someone that I liked. And it was Zach Morris in this show for sure, and I'm I'm proud it wasn't like Screech or something horrible at that, at least. But um, it it, it completely blinded me to the fact that looking back on this show now as an adult, Mario Lopez looks amazing. Oh my like, god, it yes. Is, it is like the clothes he's wearing are amazing. Everything about him is amazing. He's super charming. Everything else is great. If he was less written like a shit, like piece of garbage, yeah, he'd be exactly. a way better character. Like it really comes across like, oh, I have to be this disgusting, so I'm gonna have to be this disgusting. And I could have lost a little bit, like the mullet style hair. <laughs> if it was a little shorter, I'd be game. Help the time, okay? That yeah. was that was the '90s. It's like older. I mean, older Mario Lopez. He's obviously really attractive and. You know, still has that hot yeah, body. Yeah, but, but I feel like this is like more manufactured. Yeah, but this yeah. is like, oh, he was hot. Oh, there. Are, I'm gonna almost try and find some screen. I'll maybe share some screen caps in the, in the description if I get a chance. Like, there was a moment when I get, we get later on to the dance where they like cut to him at the dance, and I gasped out loud. <laughs> like it was no joke. I was like, oh my god! And the beginning scene when they're all standing in a row, which we'll get to in a second. I was just like, oh my god, I'm like, this is like, and it's weird how much of the style has already gone back into becoming cool again. Like, it's it's still, like, edgy, I guess you'd call it, in terms of, like, the modern, like, mainstream style, to be wearing a lot of, like, rompers and, like, floral stuff from the 90s. But I totally think if they walked around wearing some of the outfits they're wearing in the show, they'd be just considered, like, kind of, like, really, like, hip or, or like... I mean, I just have to go down the street to, like, Silver Lake and I see... The- exactly. <laughs> so... I don't really have that here in suburban Philadelphia, but <laughs> I believe it happens some places. I've been to New York. But, uh, yeah. So I've been it's, to New it's... York. <laughs> yeah, you know. Uh, hair puff. But, uh, yeah. So, let's let's get into it. There's a lot of stuff to talk about, but it's it's a pretty quick... It'll be more light than some of our other episodes. We'll be less Will yelling, it? I think, of more just, like... Will what? it? <laughs> we'll I don't see. know. We'll see. It's, it's yet to be uh, decided. But, uh, so the credit... It starts off with the credits, because it's, like, a, a kid's show from the 90s, so it just goes right into the credits. Don't Long credits, open. too. Like... A whole full minute of credits. <laughs> minute seven you seconds. You need that, like, like sick wow. guitar These are only, like, 22-minute episodes, and the credits alone are a minute long. It's wild. It really could... They could only... Like, I'm sure on TBS or something, they cut them down to, like, two seconds. But, like, yeah. it is, it's amazing to me how long... A sequence it is for a show that really is like nobody's that famous on the show even when it was at its height like they were not did you like, not watch the unauthorized uh <laughs> oh yeah they, oh yeah they were pretty famous they were famous in the sense that like remember, like the they, kids on teen wolf are famous like you could probably get laid easy but they're not like you know i my dad doesn't know his name i like, disagree like, that's still i disagree I, I, i'm saying you're framing this wrong it was like them I, and the 90210 kids that's why david austin green and I'm sorry, Brian Austin Green and uh, Tiffany Thiessen got together because, like, they, they were pretty big. I think they were big for our generation. For, like, yeah, like teenagers. And I don't younger. think my dad, my dad or my mom would have any idea who well, half of the cast. Well, remember, they know they're, I, I, they know I they're just found a picture uh, from Twitter of like your mom like listing like who these white people are. So I don't know oh. if you can use that as like the example. Who knows about that? I love- well. I I do not deny that my mom has terrible sense of of who anyone is, but. 
I, I do think that they were probably more famous to us than they were any other generation, for sure. And I, I don't know that they... Sadly, they have not lasted, besides maybe Mario Lopez. None of them have really... I guess you could say... Tiffany Thiessen? And also Mark Paul Gosler? Yeah. And even at least uh, Berkeley has uh, Showgirls under her belt. Yeah, that she she has that. That's I agree. But but yeah. That's, that's probably the height of... Even she, that's probably the biggest known movie of any of the the bunch have made. But yeah. I mean, really, Professor also did NYPD Blue, which was like a, a huge show. Yeah, yeah. I just, I, it, it's it's that's interesting to me because they play their fame, Mora. Oh no, no, no! I I think that they were definitely. I just compared them to the Backstreet Boys and NSYNC. I think they were super like, like crushes. But I just don't. I don't consider them necessarily like they were ever hitting, hitting like you know. True. Mark fame Paul's level. gonna be back on TV in the fall. We'll see. Hitch. He's got time. They've got time to get there. I, uh, but yeah, so the I'm credits... not saying like Screech is at that, that level, but like he's... and Mario Lopez too. Like he Mario like, he Lopez came is back, the most famous. basically, but like he yeah. kind of like went down. But like I would say, uh, him, Mark Paul, and Tiffany at least have, have uh, some pretty good notoriety. Notoriety. Yeah. So after the credits, we get right into the um. Popular beast. Know... Yeah, they, like, set up the entire um, staff in a line, and it's Drill Sergeant style, where uh, it's Ernie Sabala, who most people know as Pumbaa, which is really weird, because, like, <laughs> hearing Pumbaa's voice the whole time was throwing me, like, hard. But um, he's, like, a little drill sergeant where he's just, like, uh, going over what the weekend's activities are going to be, and everyone's, like, literally standing in line, like, yes, sir. Which I kind of love, even, like, this is, like, a really poorly written show in a lot of ways, but I do like that Slater is kind of standing military style, because that's, like, a, uh, almost, like, an accidental nod to the fact that his dad is, like, an army sergeant. So it's like, oh, yeah, I kind of forget, like, little things about this show that I enjoyed. (laughs) But, um, so that's the staff member versus, um, member games, which I have questions about when we get to that, because it does not make a ton of sense how they actually did that, because they have the people who were on the member side should have been staff and vice versa. But um, uh, then there was the Miss Liberty beauty pageant. Which no one's apparently miss- signed up for, and apparently Jessie is all for, for some reason. Oh, well, so she can, understand. like, use her platform, but she... There's been, like, another beauty... Like, there's another beauty pageant episode, obviously. Uh, I kind of buy that about Jessie, though, because as much as I enjoyed parts of it where in, in this, this run of the show where Jessie kind of tries to call out the bullshit around her, when you go back and watch it... Jesse is kind of an asshole about a lot of stuff and really doesn't know what she's well, talking yeah, about. I, I mean, she's like the she's perfect like, stand-in for She stays more woke than Andrew, like Andrea Zuckerman, but like, yeah, she's like the worst. Remember when she like wants to apologize to Lisa for slavery? Oh, oh, she really? Oh, I guess God. you don't remember this. Jesus, Maura. Yeah. No, I really... I Do you have that a out, functioning like... memory? I mean, at times. <laughs> from, in my defense, there's been, like, literally a million iterations of Save the Bell, most I, of which we've already watched, so it's all playing around how could you not remember head. it, then? How does it not, like, all burn into your brain? Uh, I think watching the college years just ruined my life, so I blocked <laughs> out most of it. at all. But, uh, so yeah, so Jesse, Jesse's, like, all for it, and there's also gonna be a fireworks ball slash dance that, that follows everything. Um, it's kind of unclear about how, what the time frame for this is. It's supposed to be over the weekend, but I guess it's like one day of each day of the one weekend. One horrible day. Like, I would not want to be at that beach club because of how terrible. Like, it seems like they're mandatory festivities, apparently. Yeah. And is it like all day Saturday or something? Or is it like the, the full weekend? I couldn't really right? grasp that part of it. It's not clear. In fact, this could all basically be him saying, tomorrow we have this, and then that's it. Like, you, you can't really tell exactly what it is. But so anyway. The, the, the stuff is going to start happening soon, so he's like, trying to get everybody egged up. Um, and, of course, Zach 
this is where I was like, oh yeah, this show has moments where it's just straight up misogynistic grossness. But Zach oh, is like, yeah. of it. it even makes sense. Oh, yeah. His joke. He says instead of the, the he says more or less I'm gonna quote him as best I can. He says instead of barrel jumping, which is part of the um, which is not actually part of the obstacle course, so he's wrong on that. So I was really frustrated. But he says instead of barrel jumping, we want to jump over girls in swimsuits and call it bikini jumping. Why would I you have the girls do the jumping? The joke. I have a note about that, and I'm just like, did we really ever find this funny? Like, how was that a no. joke? I mean, I don't think the I would have that funny studio ever. audience thought it was hilarious. I know. And then at least Jesse gets a good dig where she's just like barbarian. But I feel like she, it's one she, of that's those... laughable because feminism. Ah, oh, it's funny. Yeah, and it's also <laughs> weird to me. Why where would you want watch... the girls to be the ones jumping? I... Right, and also like in general, why are you trying to pitch that? Like, I, there are way better ways. You have a you're you're pitching jumping over girls in swimsuits when you're also talking about a beauty pageant in the same breath. So, so I was like, Zach, I don't know why. You wonder why Mr. Croce hates you. Right, and he's, like, trying to date... Well, Mr. Croce's the boss, we should say, too. He um, is in charge of... I, I believe it's just Zach, Kelly, Slater, Screech, and Jesse. Lisa's not employed there. No, because she's a I member, guess. because she's fucking yeah, rich. She's a member. Rich. But I still feel like Lisa would have wanted... Uh, maybe not work. Lisa doesn't want to work, ever. What are you talking about, Maura? I guess that's Do true. you remember still, the show? I do, but it was a weird. it was a weird choice to make him also on their team then she's later the one on, who which... got them jobs right but so mario lopez is this whole time wearing these great shorts everything looks great yes it look like a calendar like it looks like a abercrombie calendar or something it's ridiculous but you, you could just ignore the fact that screech is in the background making it ugly um and so after hearing about this this pageant though and, and finding out that there's well slater's in charge of the obstacle course first of all so he's that's his job um, and Zach is in charge of getting more Miss Liberty contestants because apparently nobody signed up, which is um, shocking because everyone suddenly seems super interested in it. So it's like, have they, they never knew told that you the same people who win everything are going to win? Yep, and, it, and that happens immediately. It's like, why even bother like other people trying to get to, some, to sign up? It's going to be the same people. But so Kelly's eager to, like, she has to ask, of course, so she's like, can staff members apply to be in it? Of course, Kelly's and, poor, um, as we all know. Yeah, and she wants money. You get a... It was a $500 savings bond, right? That's a, I feel like yeah. that's a crazy... That's a huge, like, thing to win. <laughs> like, how much money is this, this beach club bleeding that they're throwing $500 at a random beauty contest that is literally, like, five people? Like, it's just Yeah, not and all the that people work. that work there. I could see, like, 100 bucks, Even 50 bucks would have made more sense. But a $500 is, I like, I feel like, Whoa. in theory, the rich people who should be entering, not the staff, they'd be, like, 50 bucks. That's nothing. I guess maybe it's, it's their own failure for not having anybody. And also, like, it does feel ridiculous for the staff to be the people in the beauty pageant. Like, it just seems... Also, are they going to be short-staffed? Because most of the staff is now in the beauty pageant? I don't know. We never get to that point. But, um, so... Because really, I'm not even lying. Like, I would say, like, 50% of their staff is in or working in that beauty pageant. So. And just to remind everyone why Kelly is poor, because her family of so many brothers and a uh, sister, her father lost his job at the nuclear defense plant because world peace broke out. Okay. That's a quote from the show. Oh, dear. World <laughs> peace broke out, and he worked at a, a defense plant. Honestly, is this... I mean, this is maybe proof that Saved by the Bell's universe is one of the better ones to live in, because apparently it includes There's world, world peace. <laughs> like, what a radical concept. There's world peace, but you background. have to deal with Screech. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, it's, it's kind of a... Choose, choose your poison. 
Yeah, exactly. Win some, lose some. But so, um, so, so Kelly is excited to sign up for Miss Liberty, and uh, I think even Jesse hints there that she wants to also sign up. Um, and Screech is. She could have just won if she hadn't said no one signed up. Damn it, Jesse! You could have won five hundred bucks. I don't think. Well, Jesse's just so competitive. I don't know that she'd ever want to really win unless someone else is losing, <laughs> and that's kind of Jesse's mo. But um, the next day, oh, and Screech has to be Uncle Sam. Yeah, but he's. He's he wanted to enter not, the beauty pageant, which I would like to... I would believe it's, like, a bit of continuity from this writer. Because, why not? Like, what's it gonna yeah. hurt? Because he did also... He was in a beauty pageant as one of the contestants at one point in the past. Uh, which is... I was thankful that we got that thrown out the window early on. Because I wasn't dreading the whole episode. Like, is Screech gonna show up in, the, in an outfit? Because I can't take that. I don't want to live in this world. And it would just be we so did, get, fitting, too. We got too much shirtless screech as it was that could have just been even worse um i was kind of bummed that there was no male equivalent i'm like i could take a male version of mr liberty please <laughs> like, the, the whole point there. of this sh- yeah. oh my god it would have been perfect the show despite like having very attractive male leads and on screech never really capitalized <laughs> that much on like just having them shirtless as often as possible I did like, like most him getting shows don't realize. Oh but, yeah, yeah. And like, it's it's funny because it's also like they don't realize how provocative it is when they are mostly shirtless or something. Because there's like even in the credits when they're I think he's in like the locker room and Slater's like just like pumping yes, pumping away. Yes. I was like, oh my god, he looks like a forty five year old bodybuilder. I'm like, what is happening that this is like a child in a like high school? Like it's such a it's really like I it sounds like I'm being a little hyperbolic, but it's such a provocative. It looked like something got a playgirl. I was like, what is happening on this TV show that this is, like, in the... Co- the main credits is, like, such a weirdly... Because he's, like, mostly shirtless. He's in, like, a, a tank. And he's just, like, pumping away. And his, like, arm is all oiled up. Why and he's he just pumping smiling. iron and not pumping away? Well, just yeah. Pumping... Well, he's pumping iron away. I mean, whatever. But so, he's just, pumping like... Pumping away is something completely <laughs> different. Dirty. And it zooms so in... Dirty. It zooms into him with his little Mario Lopez smile. And it's, like, a weird like it's almost like they, it's like you know it's like I said the beauty contestant being one of him like him being one of them it's like what they cut away to him during his like glamour shot or something where it's like and you know anyway so he's he's not in it unfortunately but it is now going to be Jesse uh, Kelly and then we'll find out later on Lisa also wants to sign up um, so the next day though um, Zach is like just kind of trying to um well Zach's version of getting more girls to be in the pageant is Zach hitting on girls and and maybe getting them in the offering pageant. them dates yeah offering them dates with him like puke what <laughs> like I mean if, if Zach Morris is offering me a date I'd be like hey but still like he's like doing it all like. So I we should I want to be I want to be even more explicit. He literally like walks up to a, a group of girls in bikinis, or one of them is in a one piece, or something. Like, I'll fuck you all. And then <laughs> yeah, he literally just says, "Hey girls, want to be in the Miss Liberty pageant? You could win a date with me." And they're like, L- "I'm not even joking." They're, they're so like, excited. They're like, "What? Really? Where do I sign?" And it's like, "What the fuck?" And he's like, "Use a working telephone number." I was like, "What? You what?" Like, he, he's acknowledging right there, I'm gonna call every one of you up. But then also the rest of this episode, he doesn't, so it's confusing. But I, I almost, like, prefer a version of him that's, like, at least acknowledges I'm this gross and doesn't also try and get, like, 
the romantic side. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's almost like they can't have their cake and eat it, too. He can't be this gross and, and like, hitting on girls all the time and then come home to Stacy at the end of the episode. It's like, oh God. But so, and I only say that because he immediately throws Stacy out the window, like, by the end of, like, the that's five episodes from now or something, if that. So it's well, no, she has to go back to college because right. she's twenty one years old. Sorry, yes, but so, but it's still like he's <laughs> that's that's the elephant in the room. And They're still never in high school, about to go into senior year. She's twenty one years old. <laughs> oh, Zach Morris. And she's so sprung on Zach Morris. I mean, who could blame her? But still, like, <laughs> if I was that age, oh yes. Oh my god, but, um, I forgot she was. She was going to college on the East Coast. And it's yeah. such a, weird, a high schooler. It's such a weird thing, too, because you look at this show, and it's like, oh, they all look like adults still. Like, it's... I never... I never understood the fact that even though she said, they say she's in high... Or she's in college and he's in high school, I just never... It doesn't occur to me that that almost still means they're the same age and they're both 30. <laughs> like, it's just like, that's how yeah, it is. It didn't... It didn't register with me that, like, obviously they're still in high school and she's not. She's a huge age gap. Like, and she's not even, like, just in college. She's just, like, a senior in college, probably. Or at least. Yeah. I would say at least an upperclassman, which is kind of a bizarre, like, point to take. I remember Kelly and uh, Jeff, the college student, that whole thing. That was trash. (laughs) And then later on. Kelly and her her professor. Kelly is an older man. It never ends well. She also did a professor, right? So, I mean. Yes. Like I said, whenever Kelly gets an older man, it never goes well. It's bad. But so, um, but either way, so for now he's hitting on all these girls, and then, like, literally, like, breathes out the air of him hitting on those girls and turns to Stacy and hits on her. And it's like... God, he is, like... Relentless. He's sexually harassing her. He's not hitting on her. Yeah, he's He is sexually harassing her. And he says to her, just, like, creep, like, all just, like, ah. And then also, even as this is happening, Jesse does... He's like, Stacey, you're good-looking. Like, like if you were an uggo... Yeah, she's like, (laughs) should I be in this competition? He's like, you're good-looking. Like, if you were an uggo, he'd be like, no, go away. And she's so flattered by it at that point. Oh, man. Stacy, what are you doing? And also, like, even as that's happening, we have Jesse in the background just screaming out, like, stop hitting on them, Zach. <laughs> and she's still like, yeah, I think I'll, like, give this the time of day. I was like, oh, Stacy, honey, no. <laughs> like, even though you're older than him and it's a little creepy, it's just still also just says, no, 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 no. But so she's, she's, um, she's kind of busy because she's the boss's daughter, so she's in charge of a lot of stuff, I guess. She's kind of in charge of ordering people around. I guess she's kind of like a floor manager. I don't, do they ever give her, like, a specific title? So she's much? just, like, the manager, I yeah. guess, yeah. Because he also does the same thing. So, like, why is she just doing more? But I guess because she's just got that, you know, I'm the boss's daughter thing going on. Um, she is in charge of keeping things up up and up. I mean, she wouldn't have to really work, considering right. Mr. Cozy owns the club. He's like, throwing he $500 dollars out to his own daughter. It's stupid. Like, it, maybe that's why he made it so high, as he knew he wanted her to be like, in it. She but. doesn't need the money, basically. Right. Which, like, that's why she's... She's not that competitive until uh, the thing that Screech says. But, like, Kurosi, there's no reason he needs to, like, rig it for his daughter. Who I, I got questions it. about all of Kurosi's stuff. Which we, Kurosi's a piece the of boss. shit. Kurosi, we should say again, is the boss. And she is um, Stacy Kurosi. Again, we mentioned we'll just before, call her Stacey, obviously. it's uh, Leah Romini. So it's really weird to see Leah Romini as, like, I guess it's supposed to be 20 or something. But um, she's definitely much younger than she ever was on most of the things I know her from. So it was a little bit like, oh, yeah, I forgot that's Stacy Because... You get so used to watching this as a kid, and, like, Stacy becomes, like, its own human being, so it's like, when you go see Stacy and something else, it's almost like it's a different person. Like, I can't relate that back to being, like, it's almost like the characters on Boomy's World, even though I know some of them have gone on to do other things as, you know, famous actors in their own right. 
it's sort of just like, but also they're that person from Superwoman's World. Like it was, I watched this so the show so repetitively, it almost seems like there are real people that just are off. She's off doing oh, her God, thing in the East Coast. Snap! Everyone's <laughs> a real person to her now. No, but God damn it! I only mean specifically on shows like this and um. And like Boy Meets World, like those are shows that I watched when I was a, like a child, basically. Um, uh, so, anyway, so Stacy is nervous about this contest, but she's she's like, okay, maybe I'll decide to do this. Um, and and Zach says, if I were a judge, I'd vote for you. Which is like, but I'm like, dude, whoops. <laughs> I, I forgot like how specific the language was, where it was like it's tipping your hand. Is this something you say? Because he doesn't right. pay to be a judge anyway. He's not, like, making promises. It's, like, a, a nice thing he was saying. It's the nicest thing he says in this conversation that's, like, not, like, an asshole thing to say, basically. Yeah, it's it's certainly, it's certainly, I don't know. I, I don't think it was nearly as gross as it comes off, like, meaning later that's, on. Yeah, that's, like, the only legitimate, like, flirting that's not, like, just pure sexual harassment. Yeah, you're, you're pretty. Hey, you, you <laughs> you're good-looking. You've got a pair of tits. You can do this. <laughs> Your <laughs> face is busted. You're not a man. Uh, so, so Screech shows <laughs> up. Yeah, so Screech shows up, and, um... Oh, wait, no, but we'll, well start Screech before shows this. up after Lisa and Slater are, like, starting the flirtation of this episode. I, like, it blows... It, literally, again, I go back to it. It blows my mind that they were not the static couple of the show. Because this comes across, like, Hey, girlfriend, what's up? Like, it's, it is bizarre to me that they're not actually together. Or at least yeah, and they had so much chemistry that it's like, w- was the show just so set in their ways with the couples that they wanted that they didn't it's, think about? Because yeah, like I was saying, I like Kelly and Zach. I'm fine with overall. It's not like it's not like a main ship that like I hate. But I would also say that like Mark Paul had better chemistry with the other girls too. Like in like the brief time they have it, Especially and I'd say Mario Jesse. Lopez. Yeah, I agree. Like, these two have, like, intense chemistry. I'm like, why was this never a thing? It was, like, crackling. Like, I didn't even, like, that's the reason why I say it. It's, like, it was, like, a blind spot for me because it almost It's, like, felt... obviously they're the couple. Yeah, exactly. It was, like, oh, of course. Because it also you don't see any interaction at all between Slater and Jesse. At all. Like, not even for, I don't think they even speak words to each other. Yeah, Maybe when they're dancing. More Jesse's Zach, like, because, like I say, this is, like, the, the season area where, like, he just never associated with Kelly at all. Except for, like, the stuff at the end, but... I mean, yeah, it's so it's, weird that like weird. he and Jesse don't interact Zach, at all. Even the Zach and Kelly stuff, even though they do, they do tip the hat of the fact that they did date and they obviously have a, a, a yeah. history. But this is the it, only time they acknowledge it. But in this, like, part of the I, I say that too because it almost comes across like they don't aren't like together. It, it comes across like yeah, they're yeah, strangers. Swear. Like you know, like, it's n- weird. I swear yeah, that nobody was part, with. Yeah, who they were supposed to be. Jesse and Slater don't interact at all either. It's like the main. Ships, for the most part, don't interact at all in, like, this beat season for some reason. It's funny because I think that it's almost like they walk through, like, a wormhole and then it's, like, left their old lives behind and it just became, like, a now new alternate universe where they're just all unattached to each other. And I respected it. Like, I kind of... It reminds me of kind of, I think, I don't mean to keep drawing the comparison of Boomies World, but it's what I have to go with, but it's like when they went to college and they were like, let's just like start shit from the beginning again and see how this goes. Like some of the stuff does travel over, of course, but you have new people involved, so you just have to balance your old cast with your new cast. And even though there's only two people really that are mainstream that were added, Stacy specifically is a very very pointedly a love interest from the minute she's introduced. So yeah. you can tell like, okay, we're going to have to either, you know, 
reposition Kelly as just a friend, or we're going to play up the romance thing. And I don't think that they wanted to make it that serious that early, because they are still pretty young. And I think Kelly being one of the, uh, like, a, like, a love triangle with her would have made it a little bit too heavy. I love yeah, that Yeah, because she, a, like, has, like, her own little things and, like, little side right. dates and stuff in this little... I, I'm going to just call it a mini-season. How about that? Yeah, that makes sense. Because... I would say this mini season's like probably the biggest argument for why you would like the show never needed Tori later oh, because like because Lisa especially like they just cast her off to the side when you get Tori it's like no she could just be the the female lead yeah. and it's kind of like uh, more you would understand it, like it's like Bonnie Bennett on Vampire Diaries is like hey just put her front and center now <laughs> that your other leads are gone and whoa she's had to bring great. up Vampire Diaries well, of course it, it, because it's it's both like the, the best characters are the the great black women yeah and, it's, and and Vampire Diaries is a great a great example of that because it it really comes across like oh. She's been here this whole time? Like, yeah, you have to service her with a plot that's worth serving, like, worth being good. Of course she's going to rise to the occasion. Like, in this plot, I mean, I feel like it's ridiculous that we're talking about, like, her competing in an obstacle course. It's not that big a deal. But, like, when you give her a situation where she's interesting, she's suddenly a much better character. Because that's the reason. You just have to give... The reason why the main characters are main characters is because you give them great plots. Like, that's it. I mean, most of the time... Main characters would have been background characters. All that's the difference between them and then someone else is how they're written. And, and if you write them better, they will be better. And it's not to say that, you know, that they were, you know, better subjectively, because you can have your, your favorites. You can like one person more than another person. But it's to say that, like, Lisa couldn't help carry this show is ridiculous. Like, she's way better than Jessie a lot of the time. Jessie is very shrill and very tonally deaf for a lot of what she does which is what her comedy is is it's just isn't she being ridiculous and over the top and flighty and 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 going off on long rants and stuff getting they cut her off at one point later on it's fine but like to say that like jesse's any better at being a second lead than lisa is is just stupid so bringing tori in is just like what like why even involve like, a third there. party? She's right there the whole time. People already care about Lisa. I can no see if they tried Tori. that with Jesse and then like they didn't want to do it again. But it's like you didn't even attempt with either one of your already pretty capable leads. So why why you involve well, some new person? It's yeah, stupid. with Tori because you didn't have you didn't have either Jesse or Kelly. So it's like you still you still have everyone else basically. You still have like because by that point they had enough like bit characters too who had development. Right. And they could have they could have pulled one of them into it. Anyway, I, I it, it you is could just recast Tori Spelling's character and yeah. like bumped her up too. Yeah. Because obviously she had left for nine oh two one oh. Yeah. It's it's stupid. But so in this, she's now honestly treated like the second lead female. Like it's what or even like lead, to be honest. She's got more to do than Kelly does. But um she's kind of just in charge of just laying out is what her her role is for this. She's kind of just there <laughs> to be the chill person the whole time. Because, um, as mentioned before, it's it's a uh, staff versus um, uh, customers, I guess you would call it, or clients. Customers. The fuck. Uh, why am I like blanking? I know. He says it. Versus members. 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 There you. we go. Yes, members. So it's a staff customers. versus members. I love like customers is always like your go-to when you like when you forget a word like it's customer, it. right? Oh man, but so it, it, it's weird because even that whole like setup of like staff versus the members is kind of a weird way to to set anything up. Like it's kind of. It feels like not fair to the members or not fair to the staff. Like the staff is now has to like compete in a game, even though they're just trying to get their fucking money. Like it's stupid. And then the staff is like, 
I mean, the uh, the members are just probably like, what are we doing? Like, competing against other people that don't want to be doing... And they, I guess they seem like they're though, interested, but... It, apparently Lisa's like the champ of this obstacle course. I loved it. She's like, I'm the winner a year running, I think. She was the champion last yeah. year. Yeah, two in a row, I think, yeah. This obstacle course I've got questions about, too, because... I mean, they did the, in this scene, they have the little, like, snack smack talk about how... Slater's setting it up wrong or whatever, and Slater's over there. He's it's there's not much to it. It's just a couple tubes and like some bars for them to jump over. But um, she's telling him where to put the like. Oh, that's not where I went last year. You know, I'm, I'm one year winning. Like I'm the hero of this. But it's weird to me that Lisa's now like you know, I don't know, relegated to be kind of like the the antithesis of Slater because Slater I think is usually kind of in that role like it's almost like she took slater's role because he's usually the person it's like oh you don't know how this is really done preppy let me show you how it's done like that's his thing so it's kind of nice to see him like undercut but it was kind of confusing because i mean i guess it's kind of like lisa to want to do that but it also seemed more like lisa to just want to lay out and relax but i don't know i feel like yeah she's obviously she's very competitive just like with whatever right Matters to her, basically. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Yeah, I agree. Apparently, this is one thing. Since she she always does this, now she can finally do this with her friends, though. Because it's weird I mean, to think that this is like her life th- prior to this. In this theory, they're all rich idea. because they live in the Pacific Palisades. True. <laughs> in theory, like obviously, we know Zach's fucking know. rich. But yeah, we don't. But I I feel like uh, Lisa is the one who is spoiled. Obviously, Zach's mm. parents are going to make him work for his shit, despite the fact he does not need a job at all. Mister Cell Phone. <laughs> Mr. Brick cell phone. I feel like but, Zach yeah. probably also works to get numbers. Like I, I feel like when yeah. he gets fired, he's bummed, but he doesn't care that much. <laughs> like he's like whatever. <laughs> In fact, when he gets his job back, he's like, oh, all right. <laughs> like he doesn't really seem to give a shit at all. It's later funny. probably works obviously because his father would want him to have like structure, oh, you know, sure. military brat. And I also Kelly, yeah, like Slater the nuclear power plant closed. I think this particular storyline, Zach was working to get a car, maybe or something oh, like yeah. that. Yeah, and then doesn't he like win Karosi's car anyway? Fucking hell! Oh, that, that is like one of the episode where they're having a volleyball competition. How is every this, episode in this, this dude, season is a competition? This dude is just bleeding money at this point. Like, how is this is like a mob front? I, this is my my. He, it's secretly some kind of like a front for money, or he's laundering money or something. Like, I don't understand how this is even making any sense. Like, how does he have this much money at, at all hands? He's he's evading. I mean, taxes. he does own the club. Yeah, but that's a lot of money. I mean, it was the Clinton dollars, I guess, or something. But that's, that's Malibu money right there. Yeah, but it's just it's ridiculous to me that he's like, kind of like this schlubby like like beach owner, but he's just got. I mean, I guess it's, it makes money, but you you only have a staff of like five people at any given moment. So I'm confused. <laughs> but anyway, so um, she's setting up this obstacle course. Lisa's just sort of throwing some shade from from her place, uh, just relaxing. And Screech shows up and tries to do his own version of, like, I'm going to be great at this, and attempts to go through in, like, one of the most poorly done physical bits, where he just, like, climbs into one of the tubes, and you can see his foot. Poorly done physical bits. And he gets stuck. He gets stuck, but you can, like, see his foot, and the tube itself is, like, I'm trying. And he's so tiny. How does that happen? The tube is the size of a sewer. Um, if you want to picture, like, a way, like, a sewer that juts out, that that drains, like, a, a sewage drainer kind of thing. It's that big, and he's like crawling through it. There's no physical way he gets stuck unless he was. And they doing just made a jacks. joke about how he had no muscles whatsoever right. and how he's small he was, tiny. and then he gets stuck in this giant tube. Oh, I it's forgot like, oh, to mention. Okay, I, sure. I, I happily meant I skimmed over the part where he took a shirt off because I don't want to talk about that. That um, muscle beat. 
and I mean, uh, in the wrong place for a muscle muscle beach thing anyway. Sorry so. for, for bringing it back. It is fucked it's up best. too that like then the tube rolls away to the water, which I, I don't know when this. Do we know when the obstacle course is taking place? Not the same day, right? I thought he was setting this up ahead of time. Yeah, this is ahead of time, yeah. So, was his plan to leave these things not with... Okay, I have a lot of questions, so I'm going to get into this. <laughs> number one, was he going to leave them there overnight, And which is ridiculous, because number two, Screech rolls away... Nothing about space and time makes sense. Right, but Screech rolls away in the tube towards the ocean, which is the joke, of course, that Screech is going to drown, which is hilarious that Screech will die. But, like, it, it's a very poorly planned out situation, because if, if it's rolling down to the beach with Screech in it, it was gonna roll down the beach for sure without Screech in it. So I'm unless maybe Screech is moving it enough that it moves. I, it's not clear. But so he they just kind of walk off and let Screech drown because who the fuck cares about Screech? And I, I mean I don't, but that's a pretty strong point to make your characters just let him die by by letting. I him mean I wish they him. would have, but <laughs> they do. But it's they, he apparently gets he's comedic relief, you guys. He gets rescued because in the next hilarious. Um, Stacy's still nervous about the contest, understandably, and she asked for a costume. I'm like, I didn't. That's where I'm like, would, would oh, she I'm, asked... I'm, I'm sorry, I know we're talking to Stacy, but I just have to add to my notes mm-hmm. uh, from the previous scene that I wrote. In a perfect world, the story ends with Lisa and Slater going at it right in front of Screech. Yes. <laughs> I mean, who's to say it didn't? That's all. You know what happens in Malibu stays in Malibu. But um, <laughs> what's confusing also in, in the next scene too is that Stacy's like nervous about it, and she asked for a costume, and I was like. Oh, this is a red flag. I was like, I forget what this 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 costume or this contest is like, but the fact that like it's a beauty exactly, contest, I can help you out. Like, what? Weird enough. Why do you have costumes? That's weird enough. But also, just costumes. I'm like, what kind of a beauty pageant involves costumes? You would say, I need a swimsuit or I need a, a dress or something like that. Like, I was like, oh well, no, is... she's just intellectual. Who doesn't know what you need? She thinks well, you need no. Costume. Turns out you do need a costume, which we'll get to. <laughs> which I was. Oh my god, yes. When that happened, when they cut to that, I was like, what am I watching? And uh, and her dad, being the boss, she's nervous that, um, you know, she's going to let him down. Uh, he comes over and sort of congratulates her from, for, I think it says maybe the He compares the them to time. yeast. He compares them to yeast. It's disgusting. And he... He, he's excited for her to be in the beauty pageant because he wants, I guess he just wants her to win. But it's also, like, unclear. Like, he kind of wants bragging rights over his friends at the club, but I think he also just really wants her to Dude, do you well. own the club. There's your bragging right. But also, like, I, I had questions about this entire premise because the father wants to basically, he's like, I'm going to get her to win. It's going to be great. But, like, how can you be really, I mean, this is, to me, it's me not understanding greed from random men. And so, of course, this is, like, it's a bigger, <laughs> it's a bigger, it's a bigger concept of, of, of uh, intellectual thought than this show needs. But it, it's more confusing to me because he basically wants her to, he wants to be proud of her for winning something and basically wants to get the thing rigged for her to win. So, like, how can you be proud of something that you're, you're causing to this happen? Exactly. about him is, like, a I mean, I'm answering and, my own question, okay. yes, but it's here's, just well, I would say, here's me being slightly offensive, but not trying to be. I'm saying how the show is offensive. Right. Obviously, the Carosis are an Italian family. Yes, they are. I have no doubt in my mind that when they were originally written, the writers of this show, this show, they wrote them as Jewish. I have no doubt in my mind. I, they might be? I, I, I would not I, doubt that, but I don't... I feel like that, considering the like the stereotypical way he acts, it's not like, oh, stereotypical Italian. It's stereotypical of a, of a different ethnicity 
that I do not believe in these stereotypes, but it's the type of stereotype that this show would use. Especially since we've already had like the stereotypical Italian thing with Screech's pasta sauce. Oh, so God. it's it, it, this, it no matter precedence. how no matter what it's actually supposed to be stereotyping, which I would not doubt that, or even maybe to that to the next over. I would have been not to throw often, but not in this situation. And not, not for myself like and not for myself to throw another hat into the race because I don't want to do that, but I could also see it being sort of like a Greek I think in general they're trying to do some version of stereotypical Mediterranean um uptight asshole. Like which sounds like mm-hmm. we're stereotyping, but it's really like he's a he's, he's a chubby dude, he's obsessed with winning, he's obsessed with That's... rigging a contest for his daughter. Keep, like keeping his money basically too. Even if even if we're both he's a, wrong by the fact that he owns this, this beach club in Malibu with all these very rich members. And even though we're probably wrong and sounding terribly offensive, but uh We're probably not wrong. We're probably though. not wrong. Like, we're probably not this wrong. This is the show. No, okay. As someone who remembers everything about the show, right. while more like remembers maybe like thirty percent, <laughs> I would say I, I would willing like to bet this but, completely. But also I mean like but saying that though, I, I think that it's also just the way that he's being portrayed. We can all agree that he's definitely an asshole and just like a schlubby like greedy He's awful. Like I, I don't know how else to say. It. I know it sounds like we're just throwing terrible words on, but he really is portrayed like a like a stereotype like, of anything. Like he's a like a yeah, a it's glutton. not a good stereotype. He's a glutton, basically, of, of yes. no matter what race or creed. But so he's he's um he's really obsessed with her winning. So he immediately goes over to try and like sweep up other people at the same time. Yeah, over the loudspeaker. Like, oh, the judge, that yeah. way, they can't be like, oh, you just picked uh, it because oh, you're daughter. We'll get to that in a second. We'll get to that in a second. But still, first, before that yeah. even happens, the loudspeaker comes on, and someone's, <laughs> someone else who's not the, the actual owner of the club is just saying, the Coast Guard just picked up one of our employees in a tube, so haha, Screech was saved. Um, Stacy excuses herself to go get him. Yeah, because the PA specifically, like, they call Stacy, right? Yeah. It's stupid. No, they just say someone, they just, like, er, someone found one of our employees in a tube with the Coast Guard, someone needs to go retrieve him. And Stacey's like, I'll do it. I forget why. She actually gives a reason, but I forget what it is now. Something well, they know like, they all know it's screech. Yeah. Oh yeah. And she's like, I'll I'll handle it. Yeah, They'll need me clear. to sweet talk them. And so the dad, instead of like being concerned about the fact that he now could like literally have a dead employee almost on his hands, he it's just starts. Screech. He barely counts as a person. He he takes Zach by like the arm and starts like walking around to try and like sweet talk his daughter winning, and. uh... Uh, he excuses himself because of the conflict of interest of him being the judge, and and he just magically appoints Zach, appropriate of no one. I've got so many things to say about this because okay, number one, he he is a conflict of interest. Sure, I buy that. So Zach, Zach has dated All of most his friends of the people, and he's also a young man. <laughs> if Zach dating people like forbid him from doing anything, he could never do anything in his entire life. But it's also like like it's also involving Kelly Kapowski. That's already been established at this point that Kelly's gonna be in it. It's been established yeah. that they're all gonna be in it. So it's stupid that he would just not wanna also yeah, like, have him bow out. Jesse is at the very least running the thing and she's also entering too. And like It's also unethical because he's the he's the son of the owner. It, how much different is it than Zach we'll get we'll get back to this at the very end, but I, I it's probably better to bring it up now. What's confusing to me here is that he's saying, I want you to rig this contest for my daughter why even excuse yourself as a judge if you were that quick to, to read the contest? I guess he wants the, the appearance... This way of... people can't call him out on it, at least. But it's... He's so brazen, he's winking on stage. I don't understand. Yeah. Like, I've got questions about that. But, like, 
if you're that close to, to the, let's just make somebody else the judge and, and, and throw propriety out the window, have Screech be the judge. You could definitely strong arm Screech into doing what you want. Screech would fuck it up, though. Well, he yeah. Would, like, but you could also just, fuck it up. he could get anybody to be the judge. It's the whole thing, though. Why are you so obsessed with Zack being this judge? I think because Zack was there, and he just grabbed the first person next to him. But he, he has to have, like, a buddy at the club who could also take the role that's not already in the I mean, well, he already bribes a member, apparently. Right, but you could do somebody else. Like, get another member. Like, why Why are you so, so fucking corrupt? And so, um... And so with children, by the way. Remember no, this. They are, yeah, definitely underrated children. Um, and he's he's just like, Zach, um, he's now... And Zach did not ask to be the judge. Zach is like, what? Oh, well, I'm the judge? Okay. And there's this... I mean, I, I only mention it because I want to be thorough, but there's a terrible, like, physical comedy bit where... I mean, it gets hot terrible. Talk. Yeah, I mean, it, it was okay, but... It, in the in the um, uh, in the moments where Zach is being introduced to these club members, like this is Zach, he's the new judge. Meet him, and my daughter's gonna win. Isn't it great? Um, Zach, someone reaches out to shake Zach's hand, and he hands the coffee pot over to er- uh, Ernie, the um, uh, Karosi, the boss, and Karosi. Dion, by the way. Yeah, Karosi doesn't seem to understand exactly how to hold a coffee pot, so he just grabs it by the bottom, and he's like, "Ah, oh, burning hot coffee." It's it's dumb, but it, it worked fine. And then um, later on, uh, Kelly is now trying... I wouldn't call it sweet-talking. She's the most innocent of the bunch, I think, where she's just like, wouldn't it be great if I could use this $500 yeah. for my education? Remember again, like, Kelly's poor. It's, it's a very honest... Everyone else is just like, clearly like, make me win. And does she know at this point that he's a judge? She has to know. I guess. But like... At the same time, it, like like I point out in this episode, like Kelly's basically a saint, which is she can barely like I only ask manipulate that. anyone. I asked that compared to Jesse, who walks up and says, "Well, you're gonna vote for me because we've been friends forever, right?" Like, whoa! Yeah. I've only been your best friends since you were kids. But like, what's confusing to me? Okay, like obviously Jesse's competitive, and I buy that for a, a long shot. I just don't really necessarily think that Jesse would be the type to make that argument. Like, I know I'm, it's you know, your apples and oranges, but like. To me, Jesse would be like, I'm going to have the best speech. You better fucking vote no, for I me. Think, but, uh, I think when it comes to, the, like, Jesse and Zach, they they both do that, like, all the time. They're very petty. It's like, hey, I've been your best friend since he- then, so you have to do this for me, basically. They, they do that all the time. Yeah, it's just, it, it makes her character such a punchline, because it's such a, uh, there's so many things that she does that are great, that when she does shit like this, it's like, well, why are you being such an idiot? <laughs> like, it's just so stupid. It's, like, frustrating. <laughs> But so Jesse just comes up to him. Yeah, like, if you're gonna be, like, this whole, like, you know, pro-feminist, like, pro-everything else, fine. But, like, don't turn around and be superficial and want people to vote for you for for rigged reasons. It's just, it's, it's hypocritical, basically. And Zach is, Zach is now looking very nervous. He's already been nervous after Kelly came up to him, but he's, like, clearly, like, unnerved by the fact that he's now, now a judge. This is the point where I think he should just double back over to Karosi and say, I can't do this. This is too much for me to handle. I know it's a TV show that's a conceit we're supposed to make is that, that he can't get out of it, but he never even attempts to say, I don't want to do this. The whole time I watched, I'm like, why can't he just say, I don't want to do this? He never does. But it's clearly Especially upsetting cause, to him. Because, yeah, the only thing Karosi does, Karosi doesn't offer him anything. He's just like, is like I'll fire yeah. you, basically, right? That, that's his thing? No, he's he fire him if he doesn't yet. vote for his daughter. It's th- but yeah, Karosi is always basically threatening to fire him, him in general, which... He should have left him with um a better chance to uh, 
tap out in time. Like, he should have left them with more mm-hmm. of a, like, a backup plan of, I don't want to do this, but Slater said he will. Like, that's all you're going to do. Pass it off to somebody else. That's fine. Yeah. And let Screech do it, considering the whole theme. Like, let Uncle Sam be right? the, the judge. Which would be its own <laughs> level of gross, but who knows? I mean, it would have probably meant Lisa won. But either way, um, so Kelly, Kelly, Kelly tries to sweet talk him. Jesse tries to sweet talk him. I do like that he walks over to Lisa and says, can I get anything for you? And she's like, yeah, I'd like the uh, title of Miss Liberty. And and that's kind of like the last, like, you know, it's the it's the uh, threefer where he gets to the the final straw. And he's now like, I can't do this anymore at all. And um, he, he walks into the boss. And instead of saying, like, look, I don't want to do this anymore, I'm probably partly because the boss cuts him off. He says, "Oh, great! How, how good to see you, Zach. Uh, how's it coming on the whole throwing the, ele- the, the the voting so that my daughter wins?" And Zach's like, "Wait, what?" He's like, "Yeah, of course. It's the only reason I put you in this position is that you're gonna vote for my daughter, or I'll fire you." And it's like, "Whoa! Now, why would you not just say I want to quit?" Also, what an unethical thing to ask of a teenager. Like, what a creepy he constantly old threatens man. to fire Zach for like things you can't fire someone for. Like again, that volleyball episode. It's like. He does basically a competition between uh, beach clubs, Grossy, and he tells Zach that if they can't win, he's going to fire him. Like He is a terrible boss. Awful. Oh my yeah. god. That's a bad human being, to be honest. Like That's a terrible yeah. precedent yeah, but... set for kids. Like it's how, how can he properly run like a club like this? Well, that's the answer, Lindsay. He like, does not properly I run the club. he does it all in the summer, so <laughs> I don't know how he runs it like any time else, because... Yeah. Like, Jesus it, Christ. And that's why I brought up earlier that she felt like she was in charge. I do think she kind of notices that, and she kind of is in charge of him. And she kind of is the person running the club behind the scenes. Because I don't think he, for a minute, does anything besides yell at people occasionally. He seems like a like a lost child. Like, Grossi has no influence over anybody. The beginning scene it would imply that he does, and it, it comes across like, okay, maybe he does. But then by the end of the episode, you're back to the fact that, like, people are telling him what to do with his own employees. Like, he has no real control. It's very confusing about why they're trying to set him up as, like, this drill sergeant. Yet by the middle of the episode, he is, like, He's honestly... He's a corrupt asshole. Yeah, corrupt asshole and has no say over anything. He he gets his ass handed to him by a bunch of teenagers. He's not really in charge the way he, he implies he is. But, uh, so Kelly, um, uh, Kelly's now kind of the only person who's, I think, legitimately just, hey, it'd be cool if you if you would vote for me but you know I understand it's a contest we'll see how it goes I think maybe that's part of what comes with being Kelly Kapowski is you have that like natural confidence that if I don't win it's fine because I'll make it anyway but uh I, I think she she definitely comes across as the least gross because she had plenty of room to be like hey Zach you know me and you used to date you could vote for me and she doesn't do any Although, of that kind of stuff because remember as they point out the reason they broke up is because of the whole Jeff thing right. she can't even play that anymore <laughs> Because of the, like, the gross way in which they broke up in the first place. Exactly. Like, that was all on her. It was. And so, um, <laughs> this is, then there's another scene after this where we cut to, um, after, after being threatened to, to rig the game, uh, rig the, uh, contest versus, uh, pro Stacy, Zach still, on top of that, like, that wasn't enough for him to feel conflicted about. Like hangs out with Stacy after hours to help her find a dress. I mean, he did promise to help her with her costume. Which, at that point, if you're the person picking out the costume of one of the contestants, that is, is that not the definition of conflict of interest? Like right, you are yeah. literally in charge of what she's going to be wearing. So if you're voting on that, in part, you are literally rigging it to be your selection. It is stupid, and I do not like it at all. But, um, so he, she comes out in this hideous dress. I found that dress to be hideous. <laughs> Most of this, uh, the style is very nice. 
This is one I of mean, those things the, that... Not just an audience said, woo! It, so. And also, she looked like... I also... I, there was a moment where she came out before they... Because it's kind of a little delayed, like, until the, she walks out, and there's, like, a little, like, woo! Like, as she, like, like everyone, like, takes a second. I was like... Am I, I actually went, like, oh, God. And then they all went, woo! And I was like, oh, is this supposed to be good? Because I thought... I'm glad she says that she looks like a firecracker, but, like, the fact that... Apparently, that's supposed to look good. I was so confused. Yeah, I wasn't... I mean, Leah Remini's pretty, but still, that's awful. She yeah, awful. it's like, I'm not sure. Are we supposed to think that's a good look or a bad look? A bad and look! the audience reacts. It's, it's so weird. It's definitely a bad look. She looks hungover, and she looks like... A, <laughs> she looks like... Oh, a, we're getting into appearances. No, I'm not trying to <laughs> trash her. I don't mean to trash her, because I think she looks great the rest of the episode. It's like, her hair is up in this weird, like, it's the way it's Yeah, she teased. looks like a Vegas morning after walk of shame. And her makeup looks like... <laughs> It looks like it's under her eyes in a weird way. Like, it's... She looks hungover. Like, literally, it looks like someone decided, I want to make you look hungover. Here's what I'll do to, like, make it look bad. And that's what she looks like. It's bizarre. And I did not enjoy it at all. I do not understand how that was supposed to be like, whoa! And also, like... Not to, I don't want to. I don't want to bring in appearances because I don't want to judge anybody based on anything you else. You already did, homie. But, I know, but like, if you're gonna have to pit somebody up against Kelly Kapowski, you've got to really nail what they're gonna wear, and it, this is yeah. not a good job of that because it is very hard to make anybody look. And I, I think they do a good job with the other leads. I think that works because I think they're both gorgeous, but. It's tough to make people look good when they're standing next to Tiffany Thiessen in the '90s. It's just a hard thing to do yeah. with anybody. You gotta, you gotta work. And you gotta work. She looks. <laughs> I, I love her character in that she's like this dopey, like a uh, 21 year old who's trying to run the boss boss's thing because he's also an idiot. But uh, I, I, I enjoy that part of what she does. I think it's, it's a good character. Fine, whatever. But. She looks like a lost child who <laughs> can't find their parent at the mall when she's standing up there on that, that platform. With uh, The other ones look ridiculous, do not get me wrong, but she looks especially out of place. Like, it is no no surprise to me that when they, they announce the, the finalists, it's, like, not even... Like, why are you even... I, I was surprised she was a finalist, even though, obviously, she has to be because it's rigged in her favor. But I was like, wait, what? Oh, right. She's got to be... I mean, because she's the only other person who has, like, a character. Not, who are the other people the other, that were even The there? random blondes that aren't getting dates with Zach, like, they're not going to be in the... Like, why did they even show up? Once they saw Tiffany Thiessen, they should have just been like, oh, and just turned around and went home. Like... <laughs> if that were the case, no one would ever date Zach. They'd be like, oh, but you dated Kelly, but right? Here, here's I the should thing. go. Here's the thing. I should go. That's how it really I mean, should basically. be. In real life, that's how it would have gone. It would have been a lot exactly. of people seeing him... <laughs> Seeing him with, he would just, it would be, like, the thing about Kelly Kapowski is it's, she is the epitome of how, I think, honest to God, like, a whole generation of actual men judge their women by, like, it's it's terrible, but it's true. So the fact that Zach is able to, like, come and go amongst other women is just a complete cop-out, because there's no- and it, In real it, it life, like, true. every other girl- like, every girl in Bayside would, like, have the lowest self-esteem, right. because Kelly Kapowski is there. Or Lisa, I, and maybe Jesse to an extent, but, like, Lisa, too. Lisa looks amazing in this- in the contest. She also looked great, but, like, between the two- between Lisa and, and- and Kelly, it's like, what am I even- what's even the chance of me even doing this? I mean, Jesse is Jesse, so of course she's gonna go for it, too, but, like, 
you know, the rest of the student body would know better than to try and even go up against them in this. It's, <laughs> like, it's, I'm amazed that we didn't get a version of this. Like, I'm, I'm amazed they paid for the extra work, basically, because I would be more, I would be more believing of the fact that it was just the four of them, and that was it. That was the whole contest, was just the four of them. Because on, I mean, at I Bayside, guess... it would have just been the three of them, and that would have been the whole contest. I... I mean, I guess we should appreciate Saved by the Bell just on the girls' side for not, like, having them assert, like, just how gorgeous they are. They're everyone else is trash, basically. I mean, I... Because there, it'd be so easy to just, like, make, especially Kelly, like, just, like, the queen bee, like, just bitch, pretty much. And she never I is. mean, that's what they, they do with Zach, basically. Yeah, she's just, Yeah, but like also, it's like, do normal people really look like this? I mean, Tiffany Peach like... does, so, kind of... <laughs> But yeah, so so she she's like oh, amazing. Look- well, Stacy's not amazing looking, but she's supposed to be amazing looking. <laughs> and uh, oh, yeah, can we, uh, by the way, in this whole terrible Stacy costume situation, mm-hmm. this is where we get more Zach sexual harassment. He's like, I know a hot pair of legs when I see him. I'm like, oh my oh, god, I didn't even hear that. Ew, gross. Why would he? What? He does what? that, and she talks about how he's like laying on the Zach Moore charm. I was then like about blacking to do it out because I, I could not stop staring at that horrible dress. I was trying to figure out what it was trying to, because it's kind of he, a little. It's like a like he's back to like the sexual harassment from the earlier. Oh, he's scene about to kiss her when Slitter walks yeah. in. They're like literally like Slitter neck and neck. Slitter cockblocks the fuck out of them. And and it's it's weird because, uh, but before we get onto that, like the dress has like a pattern on it, and he said that looked like a firework. But it really does look, I was like, is that a parrot or, like, a palm tree? Or I'm like, what's happening? <laughs> but it was nothing. It looks like kind of like a melting, like, parrot, I guess. But it was it was terrible. And it was all shimmery. I'm trying uh, rhinestones, I guess, or something? Or not rhinestones. What are, they, what are they called? Is it rhinestones? Sequins? Sequins. It, it was like, but more than that, it was like expensive customers. looking. Customers. That's the word you're looking for. <laughs> It was full of customers. Um, but yeah, so she she looks ridiculous. And she acknowledges it, but I think she means in the sense that, like, I don't, I'm not supposed to look this pretty. It's like, you know, look, it's fine. <laughs> but so... You're, uh, you're better just wearing your uniform. She was! She looked better. That's the thing. She looked... She downgraded herself for this contest. And it turns out she would have looked better than the rest of them, too. But we'll get to that in a minute. But so Slater walks in. They're literally, like... like I mean, how unethical is it that, like, her father could have been the judge when the other person is literally about to kiss her? Like, that's ridiculous. But she's, like, mouth-to-mouth, and he just walks in, and they, they, they jump apart, you know? Like, whoa, whoa. And he's like, oh, am I interrupting something? It's like, Slater, fucking Slater. Like, because he's, of course, smiling, like, hey, hey, hey. And I thought, oh, here will be, like, another plot where Slater will try and, like, call him out for rigging the contest and try and expose him. No, Slater being Slater and giving him shit. <laughs> And that's it. Like, there's almost no point to the scene besides I don't want them to kiss until later. Um, and uh, Slater just kind of walks off afterwards. Like, just like, sorry, guys. And instead of, like, being teenagers, well, one of them being a teenager, uh, and making out right after he leaves, they just go back to, like, staring at each other. They're like, yeah, okay. It's like, no, they would have definitely started making out afterwards. But, um, he, he asked her I to I mean, I feel like Slater ruined the mood, because he was just like, hey guys, what's going on? He didn't ruin it he that much, though. a real though. screech about it. In the next minute. He's kind of a real screech about the situation. But in the next minute, yeah. he, um... Should have just had he, 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 it. He probably should have been screeched. That would have really killed the mood. But, um, in... I mean, it, I feel like Slater's like, anytime I can cock walk Zach, oh, always, it's a win-win. Always. In fact, I almost feel like he was probably just following him around, like, hey, what's up, Zach? <laughs> like, you're getting pretty close to the boss's daughter. Wink, 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 wink. And it's just, it's just shitty. But He's it's, technically their boss, too. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yes, he is. 
And, um, it's also confusing, too, because he's like, okay. And then the minute he leaves, she, Zach, like, looks over, he's like, you want to go to the 4th of July dance with me? And she's like, yes. Like, of course. It sounds great. And she seemed, like, surprised that he asked, and he seemed surprised that she says yes. I'm like, you were about to make out. What did you think was going to happen here? <laughs> what is the shocking information? But they're both thrilled. And then the weekend begins. So either it's the full day of... of... She acts like she thinks Zach thinks she's an uggo, despite the fact that all of his sexual harassment says otherwise. Oh, for sure. I mean, again, they were literally lip to lip before Slater walked in the door. And um, then the weekend starts. Whether this is a one day of activities or it's two days, it's still a little bit shaky, but we'll say it's just a Saturday. And um, the day begins. Screech shows up to, to start off the ceremony. Well, I guess we should say everybody comes in wearing, like, colonial garb. Which, again, the audience is not that full of people. Like, it's not like it's, like, 100 people. I, mean, I would say it's probably closer to, like, 25 people because they could not afford that many extras. And it's a lot of money to invest in literally 25 people. It's actually a decent amount of extras considering. For the show, for sure. But it's not enough to, to warrant full colonial garb for just 10 minutes. The, the weekend starts. But the it's, course, yeah. it's a lot. I think it's a lot of... Um, it's a lot. It is a lot. <laughs> They have, I mean, like, the full staff, which is, I guess, like, at least 15 people, are all dressed in full colonial garb, and I'll, I'll, I'll shoot And up. six, like, sep- five of them are children. And they're all on a beach. Staff. And also, like, it's too, it's too hot for a beach, even if it's a cool day. But, like, I'm, like, super confused about why he would spend what looks to be, like, probably thousands of dollars on, like, I mean, they look like traditional gowns and, like, um, like red coat style stuff, if it makes sense. He probably made them all pay for their costumes. It's crazy. It makes no sense. Unless he has, maybe he bought them and then he used them every year. So I could see yeah. that. Yeah, it, it works. all this money on the costumes, on the prize money, it's like, what? It's where, too much. Wait, too one much. weekend? Okay. Yeah. So, and then also Screech shows up at the very end of it. They're, well, of course, they're like, blow a little trumpet, blah, blah. Then Screech shows up. Dressed as Uncle Sam. This I found, this is probably the only joke I actually was like, alright, this isn't good, but at least it makes sense as like a joke. <laughs> he's no, really, it doesn't. None of it because... It's trash. Oh, I God. Know it's bad. But I'm Genius just, Screech is the biggest... He's dumber than Eric Matthews. Well, this God is damn. the point I think this is... Well, before this even, but like, I think halfway through the series they realize, oh, Screech can't be that smart, so we're going to make him really stupid. Because either... The only way a person would act this like, way is if he's either stupid or Does he or become the valedictorian? Yeah, I think yeah, so. But that's for a joke. Like, I don't think it was on, It was supposed to be funny. Like, it was supposed to be... No, he's, like, legit valedictorian. He's, he's supposed to be a genius. But he's... Uh... Like, he aces everything in school, despite the like, fact that, like, he is... I'm gonna like, drop... Mentally deficient and I'm gonna also... drop a link to our previous Save by the Bell episode, because as that was established, there's no way... Screech is a, is a genius when he literally... The Screech of, of future episodes of the new class and other episodes of the show is not a genius by anyone's standards, is what I'm trying to say. Like, anyone who mistakes that for a genius so weird. doesn't understand, like, he has an inability to even, like, form proper sentences at times. Like, it's not... He's, he's an idiot. But so anyway, so, um, so Screech shows up dressed as his Uncle Sam instead of the Uncle Sam, and it's just, like, a, a dude with a mustache... I mean, I, I didn't like the joke, but I respected it as a You seem to like joke. the joke. Uh, no, but, I mean, compared to the other jokes in this episode, as, as compared to the other episode's jokes, it was probably the most traditionally, like, I could see this on a different show and done better, maybe. But, like, I was like, all right, that's a joke. <laughs> you succeeded in writing a single joke. Good job, show. But so, um, and he's supposed to be in charge of starting the festivities, and he does. And that's pretty much that whole scene. 
Um, and then we get right off to the, the, the races where we start the obstacle course. I have questions about this, too, because why are Slater and Lisa the only <laughs> two people to compete in this obstacle course? Lisa beat Jock Slater miserably in the obstacle course. I don't know why we're supposed to come across, like, rooting for Slater, because I don't think we're ever supposed to. Are we? I think we are. I think we're supposed to, like... Think like, oh Slater, you can do this, and then Lisa's. Just I also think you should be like, oh yeah, go Lisa, you 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 got too cocky. How dare he get beat by a girl? Yeah, that's I, oh god, that entire lie. I lost, I lost bad, I lost bad to a girl. Oh, oh. And also, what do you mean? She's in great physical shape. She's won it before. Why are you shocked by this? <laughs> the shocking thing would be like woman. him being like beaten by Screech because like obviously he's like peak physical specimen. That's the thing to be like worried about. Like oh, that would have been amazing. Lisa beating it was a girl who beat you. Like would you have gotten upset if Kelly beat you? Again, that would be stupid yeah, though because Kelly's in peak physical condition. All of them are. Like any one of them could win anything at any given Besides moment. Screech. Besides Screech. And even Screech Kelly could probably win compared to some people, but like he's it's it's frustrating to me to watch them like try and like throw that on the bus. But anyway, so that that obstacle course I've got questions about. So not only are they only, only two to compete in it, which I guess means does she win like the whole day based off of that? They're representing for their teams, basically. But then we get to the wheelbarrow race, and there's like a million people in it, so I don't know. Is it? Shouldn't they compete hmm. for the best time? I don't know. Why is Karosi in the <laughs> members thing? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, competing. He shouldn't be competing at all. He's the owner. It's a conflict of interest in his own words. Like I don't get it. He's not a customer. He's <laughs> not staff. Fucking stupid. A customer. Customer. <laughs> he is a customer, though. Uh, Maybe this is the customer's team. You've got staff, members, and customers. I guess it's kind of supposed to be also, like, the old people versus the young people. No, like, the, young blue, people on the, the blue is a member, so, like, he's wearing the blue, yeah, right? but I mean, like, the, the way that they, they, they sprinkle it out is kind of like, there's a couple of more old people on that side where you're like, who are these idiot stuffy well, people? I mean, they're the ones who can afford to, to, to be members, whereas the children are, are the slave laborers. <laughs> that's, what's, that's what's so kind of fucked up about that entire scene, is it's kind of like class warfare personified. <laughs> Because you have the staff versus these really rich members. It's it's a twisted... It's the kind of thing you'd see on the OC, but the whole point of it will be, like, lampooning the fact that it's an actual class war. Here, it's just meant... It's I meant would say it's like, the type of thing you would see on One Tree Hill. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But, like, it, it just... It's it's baffling to me that you have people that tone deaf and no one even, like, makes a joke about it. I mean, it. yeah. Because then you all... You have the Wilbur thing, which is where Kurosi, like, attacks the girls, basically. Yeah. Oh, before we move on from the obstacle course, though... Like, <laughs> we're still in the... Like, technically, okay. yeah. The obstacle course scene... There's a point at which they're jumping over beach chairs? Like, the long, like, beach lounging chairs? Mm-hmm. It's... It's confusing to me, because I'm like, isn't that a liability issue? Because... There's just a, basically the way he sets it up, it, like, Slater fucked up. Like, it was Slater's job to make the course, and he couldn't win at the course. That's why I was super lost. Like, why is he, isn't it a conflict of interest for, for Slater to compete? Oh my god, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> like, but on top of that, the way he sets it up and just fails at his job is to put a bunch of beach chairs out and call it a day. And when I say, like, put a bunch of them out, I literally mean, like, he, if he was a strong, like, 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 Hulk person, he'd be, like, sneezing beach chairs out, because, I mean, he obviously had to move them around in the sand, so it probably took some effort, but it's just, like, one's at one angle, one's at another angle, like, there's no logic to it, it's not like there's, like, you know, you're not, like, jumping over one at a time, they're, like, in a random pattern, 
And it looks like a real hazard, like, which is, I guess, the point of an obstacle course, but it's it seems, like, very unsafe, basically, is what I'm trying to say. Like, there's some pointy parts to that, yeah, where like, I feel I hope, like... I hope nobody dies. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, you could have a member sue somebody over that. I mean, we're getting into the, the unrealistic aspects of it. I'm sure that's not going to happen because it's, you know, saved by the bell, but it's it seems like an unnecessary thing to do, pretty much, is what I'm trying to say. Like, I don't know why they needed to go to that place. But, so, um... He, they, Lisa still like, wrecks it. So the thing about the obstacle course too, I spent like twenty minutes on this alone. But he, when he loses, he doesn't just lose. He becomes like a character, like a female in a romantic comedy from the nineties, where he's like, like stumbling over his own legs. And there's a point at which they jump, up, they jump up on a, a balance beam, and it's of course like, are we to understand that he painted that too? I want to, I want to live in a world where Slater like stayed up late the night before painting a balance beam for Fourth of July. But so, they both jump up on their individual balance beams and, like, you know, Ninja Warrior style, like, crawl across of it. And at the very end, like, this is what I'm saying. It's not that he falls, like, he has a, like, if you were supposed to portray someone having a hard time competing in an obstacle course, there's a lot of ways to do it. It's been done a, a lot. Like, there's many famous movies and shows that have done it. Fine. That's easy enough to do. I even buy the beginning he trips a lot because he's wearing flippers. That's part of the beginning is everyone's running in flippers. Fine. But, like, this part at the very end of him on the balance beam, he literally gets to the end of the balance beam and, like, practically just jumps off weird. I mean, I don't know how to phrase it. Maybe I can try to make a gif of it. But, like, he gets to the very, like, the last tip of the balance beam and then goes to jump. But, like, he jumps awkwardly and falls on his face. And that's only a decision you make. How am I going to jump? He could have just literally just tripped and made him a smoother fall. Like, he has to basically be trying to look... It's a very bad physical comedy job, is what I'm trying to say. Exactly, like, yeah. He, like, his efforts to look bad look bad. Like, he does not do a good job. He, you can see the, the effort of Mario Lopez purposely jumping off of that poorly. Because the difference being that if he was going to try and make it look natural, he would have tripped, like, halfway down the balance beam. Not while he's at the very end, because that's the part where he chooses what to do, and you're already... You made it through the balance beam. That's it. Like, what do you do besides that? Just jump down. But anyway, so he falls on his face, like, again and again and again. I, I'm amazed he does not seriously hurt. You set this up. Chair. Why did you not train? Did he not try it once before? So I was wondering too. He's like, well, I guess I'm going against a girl. I, I love it. There had been Lisa had just like she just trained on the course after he made it, whereas he was like, I don't need to. I, I'm. What's well, really stopping him from doing that? No. Like, he created it. In fact, honestly, oh, part he's of, just stupid. Because part of what's unethical is you there for the summer. Right, and part of what's unethical about it to me is that he should train it because a properly uh, executed obstacle course means that you know it's going to be capable of being completed well. Like, you, you're supposed to test for bugs, basically. Like, you can't just say, I hope this works. Yeah, they do that on the challenge, you know, so they can make sure that the challenges aren't, like, deadly. Like, last season, they were doing, like, a challenge with insects, and they showed that clip where the producers were testing something out, and, like, I think they wanted to use a certain snake or spider, but they couldn't because, like, it would, like, bit someone, it, like they would kill them, basically. But yeah, you you got to test this shit out. That happens on The Amazing Race, too. Like, I, uh, this last season when I was watching it, they, I've seen some, like, behind-the-scenes podcasts for it, and they were talking about how they know how many coconuts they are going to require someone carry across a bridge because the producer could only fit six in his hands. Like, that's the kind of stuff you can only do from having playtested something yourself. And you know you can't ask the, the contestants to, to carry across seven because it's literally unrealistic. You're not going to have a good time. 
They don't do any of that with him because he just assumes, I guess, I'm in my like peak physical condition, and he's not wrong because it's Mario Lopez in the nineties, and and I'm a guy. Yeah, and but honestly, and then I'm not even saying this like a anti-feminist kind of point of view, but like if he really wanted to fuck with her, he could have made one of those like obstacles something like strength determined, and then it could have actually been a real competition where she has to figure out a way to do something that requires her to, like, pull a rope down that has a weight on the other end and then climb up it or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, there are ways he could have done something to actually weigh it in his favor. I guess he's just so arrogant that he thinks he'll win automatically, but it's 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 just, if you're going to do that, at least make one part of it complicated. The whole time, it's as if she, like, breezes through, like, a, a hero. Like, okay, here's, here's a perfect analogy to me is what this is like. It's like watching the Roadrunner compete against the Coyote. It literally is pointless, because you know it's just going to keep going fucked up. There's no conflict here, it's just him fucking up from the beginning, and her literally racing around, practically doing a lap on him by the end of it. And I know that's great, because I'm happy Lisa won, but it's like, how complicated is it to make something a little bit more compli- like a little bit more challenging? Like we're saying, like an actual race. It almost feels like it cheapens it for her, because I bet she still would have won, but at least then it would have been an actual challenge for her, instead of this being... I mean, technically, the way she even says, too, like, put it to the left, is, like, does she want it to be the exact same obstacle course as last year? And is that even okay for her to keep competing in if she knows exactly how it's supposed so to be So many, like, conflicts of interest. Also, <laughs> oh, my God. Fucking stupid. Anyway, so, so this is the point at which I realized Lisa wasn't the staff. I know she already wasn't because she was kind of, like, lounging around, but, like, when they confirm it when, like, they were doing the, um, uh, Talk of war later on too. It really like puts her in blue, and you can tell like she's supposed to be against everybody. Or you can tell if you've watched the show before, <laughs> which I have not, obviously. No, but um, it's confusing too because you have the, the boss on her side. So I was like, I kept I kept forgetting that she wasn't a, an employee because she is on his side, and he should definitely he literally owns the place. He should absolutely be an employee, staff member side of things. Like I don't understand what putting him. He shouldn't be playing at all. If you're gonna, if you're gonna, you know, rescind yourself from being the, the judge, why can you not apply the same kind of logic to this? Like, I, it does not. I mean, obviously we know why. It's because he doesn't really give a shit. But like, it just seems unethical across the board for him to be even competing. But so, um, so after that, after they go through the the, the course, she wins, and Slater's super upset about the fact that he lost to a girl, and um. I, I want to point out, too, once they, once she gets, like, the, I guess she gets, like, a trophy or something, or I forget what, but after she's rewarded for winning and they're all cheering for her, I was like, oh, I love, like, this, the, the long pan of her outfit. Her outfit is great. Everyone is looking great. From this point forward, everyone's outfits are on point. It's before this point, which, oh, well, minus the pageant, but <laughs> every other part of it is great. But um, she looks great, and then the next scene cuts to them at the, wheel, there's a wheelbarrow race, which is just... If, I mean, it's just you grab someone's legs and then they, yeah. they crawl across a, a race And Karushi cheats against these high school girls. I kept waiting for this to be, like, a thing, because I feel like this is a very common thing where you think, okay, these two schlubby dad-looking guys are... I mean, and I say, like... I, well, we also mentioned that the, the older people... Like, Karushi had put it, like, 50-something, and this other guy had put it, like, 60-something. So, honestly, I was partly worried for them... Like concerned, like are they gonna be okay? This is an unhealthy position for a guy, and a lot of work on his arms. Like it, it would seem like a really risky move to, to decide that they're gonna to will barrel will barrel each other. I don't even know why they're competing because, but well, like why? It's not like they had to compete at this part in order for the daughter to qualify or something. Like it was no. 
I don't know why they even did this. Like, wh- why would... Th- this scene almost feels, like, absolutely irrelevant. Because it exists only, I guess, to further make Kurosi look disgusting. But, like, there are these two grown men, like, talking about how they're going to school everybody. And now, on, like, a, a cheesier show than this, or, I mean, a, a show equally as cheesy, maybe, I could see them making the joke of them being actually amazing at this. That would make sense. Like, they're able... To, the, the girls are kind of like, you stupid old guys. And then they, like shove past everybody and, like, fucking crush it. That would be the humor of it, because they don't look like they're even physically capable of crushing it, but they, that would make the, the joke being that isn't it crazy that they just, like, wrecked it. But instead, the joke is literally, hold on a second, let's get the elbows going, or something along those lines, and he literally, like, runs Kelly and Jesse off the course, because you have a grown 40- to 50-year-old man shoving his elbow into an 18 or 17 year old girl like it is twisted <laughs> i don't know how to say it and they yeah, and they like up. they're like when they both go falling down also they're in great shape they could just get right back up again i don't know what the struggle is i guess maybe they're just gonna be disqualified because they go too far off course but they don't show that part of it they just show them celebrating that they just literally just cheated and, and ran people off the road and going right back to business. I don't think they're going to win, though, because there's other people competing that were way faster than them anyway, so I don't know what the point of that was. <laughs> it's not like they're, like, rival families or rival... Like, that would make so much more sense. If Lisa's family came to town, and she's like, yeah, the Turtles win every year, you know, slow and steady. That would that'd be funny. Like, that'd be, okay, I get this joke. This is why we're going to watch this. And they're all going to crush it, and then the team gets competitive against Lisa's family. And that's why all the bad blood is there, because they're running each other off the course, blah, blah. This is just their boss, who's, like, triple their age, a millionaire, essentially, because he's bleeding money, and his daughter's already, like, in the race, too. And I don't get what we need this for. It, it all just felt so weird. And instead, we just watched them... Mr. Kurosi is no Mr. Belding, basically. <laughs> and so they, they cheat. Also, in this scene, <laughs> Kelly's outfit is also amazing. I love everything about, like, the 90s outfit being so 90s, but so good. Because it's like the kind of stuff where now you get a lot of stuff that's reminiscent of that, but true 90s outfits are like, it's hard to describe unless you, I guess maybe live through it, but it's sort of like, you can't to- you can't totally mo- uh, mimic what's already existed. Nothing Ain't nothing like the real thing, is basically what I'm trying to say. I'm going to start dressing like six from Blossom. Oh, I would love it, honestly. Oh my god. <laughs> I know it's terrible in some ways, but like, it's best in all the other ways, so go for it. But, um, yeah, so they, so they, they win for some reason, and then Karosi's also trying to, like, gunning, I, like, these, these prep, these prep, like, competitions, what's the point? It's not like they had to qualify in order to get to the final round. The, the beauty pageant's irrelevant. It's just, basically it's just proving these people are all pieces of shit. <laughs> like, be well established in that when we get to the final scene. Like, there's no point in them even existing. And so, in the tug of war, the, t- the staff loses, of course, be- or the staff wins, because you would need to get Karosi into the water, but before he does that, he's just kind of like, ha-ha. And I swear, they did tug of war, like, at least two other times in this mini-season. <laughs> I feel like that too, right? They had, like, a pit... This is, like, not the only time you've done tug of war, I swear I thought, to God. Got... They really love tug of war. I really, I really have a lot of questions about this, too, because, one, they have a pre-dug like, pit for them to fall into It's filled with water. Now, is that something that has, like, some kind of a, like, did they put, like, concrete in there so that it would stay in a little, like, I don't, maybe you could just dig a hole and put some water in it 
But, I mean, having been to a beach, that's hard to keep in a... Like, you know... Uh, right? Like, the sand was just so good out. But even if they did that, like, fine, I buy... Maybe they put a tarp in it or something. It's it's huge, for one. And then when... when okay, so basically, the, the members lose, which means Lisa somehow getting uh, voted to be the person in the front. Even though I feel like a true Lisa Turtle thing would have been, uh, no, eight, there's absolutely no way I'm going to be up front because I'm going to get tossed in the water and Lisa does not want to be up front and get tossed in the water. That's Lisa's whole MO. And instead of that, we just, she's just in the front, like whatever. And they, they pull her in. Of course she gets, she loses and goes in first. And the physics of this, I've got so many questions about because I wish, I maybe I'll hopefully be able to make a gift of it or something, but like, she jumps into the water, right? And stands up afterwards. But when she first goes into that water, it's above her head. <laughs> so, like, maybe she's, she falls to her butt, so it goes, like, torso length. But then afterwards, when she pulls herself out, actually, in fact, I should say, she didn't go over her head. She goes to the point where... Listen, the question is, what is this sinkhole? Yes. But also, okay... So, so Lisa gets pulled into the water. She catches herself before she goes under because she doesn't want to get wet, which I buy. Lisa would stop at her waist because she's like, I'm not getting my, like, makeup wet. Fine. I really buy that. She sits up on the edge of the thing like, oh, damn, we lost. And then the other two girls, Jesse and um, Kelly, are just, I also don't really say buy Kelly being this evil because Kelly we've established as a saint, but fine. <laughs> but, um... Uh, Karosi's just standing around holding, still holding the rope, even though they won, which I don't buy. They would have dropped the rope instantaneously. But he's just standing there holding the rope, like, hey guys, we won. And, like, turned around. Like, why would you keep holding the rope if you're, like, having a conversation with your back turned? It does not make sense. So stupid. But they, they, they both look at each other like, hey, you think of what I'm thinking? And they're like, yep. So they decide to pull their boss, who's a, an older gentleman. Again, I don't like the guy because he's obviously established as a creep. But it's a dangerous thing to do. And they, like, yank him in so that he falls into the water, too. Now, when he falls in, he full-on just goes underwater. And I'm confused, because this is not a small dude. And he's also, like, at least six foot, I'd bet, too. So, for him to go, to be fully submerged under the water means that it has to be at least six feet deep, I would bet. Maybe five feet at the most. Actually, maybe a little bit less than this. Maybe, like, four and a half, five feet. Fine. But... He stands up again. So is there, like, a staircase inside the water? I want to see it. <laughs> like, how can someone go uh, with their head submerged and then stand up in the same water? It's, it literally does not make sense. It doesn't make sense. You, If you're in a shallow pool, think of it. You can only go to your neck at most. So, still stupid. Then later, in addition to that, like, I don't mean to keep going down the rabbit hole, but, like, when, when uh, after, like, Lisa gets pulled in, we can discuss this, obviously, because of you know, the sexual tension, yeah. It's, it's again, unbelievable. This is why I say that, like, Slater, it's obviously the rivalry over the previously lost thing, but at that point, shouldn't that have kind of been tossed away? Because, you know, now that they're, now that he's officially lost... I think it's just how they flirt, apparently. It's so like, just what, a, what a happened was their way of flirting. No. Whereas, like, him and yeah. Jesse are just like, let's insult each other aggressively. I mean... He's kind of insulting Lisa, too, but... But, like, him and Jesse's like, let's uh, insult her at, like, the fundamental level of what makes us human beings. Yeah. She literally will call her... Which is why it makes no sense together. No, it never did. But, so, 
the, the confusing part here is that as they're flirting, obviously, he offers to go get her a towel. But he, I mean, he does it. It sounds nice. He's doing it to be an asshole. He's like, let me go get you a towel. And he comes back with a towel. So you're like, all right, I don't like you, but at least you're being generous enough to get me a towel. But Lisa being Lisa is like, mm, nah, I think I'm going to mess with you even further. Grabs his arm and pulls him into shallow water. Now, so this they can get dirty together. <laughs> <laughs> but this is, a, again... Hey, that's my line. <laughs> I love it. What it's it's it seems so dangerous. Like it it's established that people are able to stand in it, even if they're standing like you know up to their knees or something. That's too too shallow to pull someone in head first. He could have died. Like I got serious concerns over their decision. Like it, what a dangerous stunt for him to even do. I guess Mary Lovis did the actual stunt. I mean, it looked like him. So, I mean, they're too cheap to get stunt doubles. Right. So, I don't... I, uh, I, no, I, it's I, okay. Like, I don't know. let this break your brain. I know. But it's... I, 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 I hope that I can get enough of it or I'll find a clip of it maybe or something. You have to see it for yourself. I still... I watched it like three times and it didn't make sense any time. What I can figure... My best guess is that it's like a five, five and a half feet deep hole with a little mini like ladder slash concrete steps on the right. That they all knew about and could see, I guess. Even though it's supposed to be cloudy water and sand, but whatever. Anyway, so that's my best guess. But it was it was baffling the whole scene. And then, um, so they've officially lost. And then the boss is in the water again. I don't know why they would have done that. And then Slater's now wet too. And then, um, oh yeah. This is oh, okay. So here's the thing. Okay, this is so weird. It's so funny because when I said before that I was like blinded to the fact that it wasn't a Slater and Lisa long term relationship is because he literally asked her to the dance. Yeah. Like, what? In what world would Jesse allow she has this? no interest. Why would Jesse even yeah, allow that to happen? Crazy. Were they Obviously, they were probably split up at the time? Well, Maybe? Uh, yeah, but... But, like, even then, like, Jesse would have none of this. It's the, I guess, again, it's the weird thing about this mini-season where it's, like, the main ships of the show, like, they just don't associate with each other. And, like, this and is the only time they mention that, like, Zach and Kelly were a thing. Like, they and just ignore weird. it. So, like, yeah. The fact that Stacy has no idea that Kelly and Zach were a thing until this episode, that, like, that shows you, like, they just they just don't acknowledge it ever. <laughs> yeah. And it's also strange to me, too, because on another level, too, it's like you got Slater asking her to go out. I mean, that should have occurred to me that it was weird for him to ask her if they were already dating. But it kind of felt like they were, like, at each other's throats. It, again, I don't mean to keep reading about the Boomin's World, but I, there was this, there's a couple of moments in Boomin's World where you have, like, like an, it reminds me vaguely, I said, of an Angela Sean thing, where you get those two at each other's throats, and they're like, can we tap out here? We're still dating, right? Like, Or any show that does that kind of thing. So I, I like that part of it. But it it felt like they were dating, and he's like, hey, let's just let's just like forget about this whole competition, and let's go to the dance together. Yeah, okay, that, that, like, it should have like, just like, assumed, hey, we're already going to the dance together. Let's just calm down. It's like, it's it kind like, of felt like that, the way he even says it. He's like, he's like, you want to go to the dance with me? And she's like, yeah, of course. And it's like, like, it was it was almost like, because Slater seemed like the type that he would ask his own girlfriend to go to a dance, because he's just very proper in that weird way. He goes gross a lot of the time. He seems very, like, regimented in, like, I'm going to ask a girl out directly, like his father taught him. Yeah. Like, that's the Slater, that's, that's he's a military Well, yeah, Zach would just be like, hey, we're going to the dance. It's actually weird yeah. that Zach is like, to Stacey, he asks her politely. Yeah, it's very rare for him to actually not leave his options open to the last minute. Or Zach is the type who would just show up to the dance and start making 
down random women. <laughs> like, even even pinning down one girl is, like, it's too like, much. All my exactly. Oh, God. I can see Zach rolling up with, like, five dates to a dance. But so, um, so anyway, so, so they decide to go to the dance together as, like, a, uh, you know, uh, peace offering amongst two of them. Even though they were not even competing in the other parts of the opto course, just the tug of war and just the opto course. I don't, like, this is the kind of thing that, like, okay, if you're not dating, this is the kind of thing that would lead to you two dating this entire episode. And, like, it doesn't. Absolutely. And it's so weird. It's so strange. <laughs> I wish I could. You can't just, like, just, just do that being friendly because everything about this is, like, it's courtship. That is what's happening here. He asks her to a dance, and they dance together at that dance. It's weird. The more I think about it, it's like, why isn't Jesse reacting at all? Like, it's Jesse so Jesse with some rando, and she's not reacting. She's with Screech. No, she dances with no, Screech. No, Kelly, Kelly's girl. with Screech. Jesse is oh. with some random blonde like dude who's taller than her. Oh, maybe you're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, Kelly's so, the one who gets like stuck with Screech because yeah. Stuck with but Screech. also then, but then why is Jesse? But what? Like, why is Jesse even? I'm so confused. Like, I don't know why Jesse's even like. I, I don't know. I, I Jesse, I buy. Jesse, I buy more that if they had actually introduced like a, another love interest for her, maybe they just wrote her off for this whole little mini series because she's the one I would actually buy dating the college person. Like, I would completely buy her not having any patience for the guys in the summer because she Jesse is the kind of. Really doing any work. Right, and the, just as the pragmatic kind of person, whether lover or hater, she would probably be like, I want to expand my horizons during the summer months when I can actually meet other people besides Bayside High School students. It's like, zero sense that Jesse never like, just dated a college guy, it's because... Of course! It's, it's, it's like she stuck with Slater? Like, seriously. Love yourself, oh. girl! <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, so so anyway, so they, they, all, they go off to the dance together, and then... Uh, the, the Kelly, I'm super, super confused, too, because obviously we have now Lisa going with Slater. Kelly is in the wind, because you don't know who she's going with. Um, and then Zach's bringing Stacy. Uh, the confusing part later is that once the pageant starts, it seems like all of that is not even, like, part of their brain. That's all been established, that that's all going on, but it just seems, it comes across like, like, what I'm saying is Zach has already asked her to go to the dance. So why is, like, I hope Zach likes me even a question anymore. Of course he likes you. Like, it's so strange. She's having confidence issues over, like, I, I think he's Zach Morris, right? I, I understand that, but at the same yeah. time, like, she's 21 years old. That's right. the problem. It's, it's strange. Yeah, she's so yeah. excited that this high schooler likes her. It's like, oh, honey. You're exactly. If I'm even a college student, I'm just like a, like a boarding school student, that's what makes things, like, a, like a problem. Because, like, you should just love your, again, love yourself, and, like, have some self-respect and don't be like worry if Zach Morris like wants to fuck you. Yeah, it's strange. Anyway, so 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 I we gotta get to this pageant. We've been putting it off the whole time. We've mentioned it briefly. So when we when I said before that she says she wants to bring a costume and she's wearing that that hideous melting peacock dress thing, um, that's its own level of insanity. But nothing nothing compares to the other... Well, Lisa's on point. Lisa's wearing the right outfit. Like, she's wearing a cute little, like, Fourth of July get-up. She's got, like, a cute little halter top and, like, a, I don't know, like, some like, 90s jacket. Kind of, like, a, a thick jean jacket or something. I don't remember. That was fine. Look, it looked perfectly normal. A completely sane 
I'm at, I'm at the beach. I, where is the other clothing coming from? I'm not sure. We'll get to that in a second. I don't know where they got these costumes from. They're all broke, but they're able to pull up these well, Jesse is wearing the obvious Jesse costume. Yeah, but uh, anyway, so let's get to this. So, so, so Lisa's wearing her outfit, and Kelly is wearing again not not the same as the opening, a different style dress. It's like a colonial Williamsburg style dress, but without the bonnet. But also it's not, because it's also kind of, like, sexy, but it's not. It's, like, the weirdest combination. Like, they can never decide what they wanted to do with Kelly at all. Because, obviously, you have... I mean, Eddie ended up being sexy just because she's Kelly Kapowski, basically. Right, exactly. But, like, it's Tiffany Thiessen in the 90s. And I feel like that's something that's been lampooned a lot in more recent times, where you get, like, a lot of these, like, reactionary... Like, a lot of sitcoms in the last, I'd say, like, 15, 10 years have had a character that is kind of like that, like, pious schoolgirl that's actually got, like, an edge to her or something complicated to underneath of it. Like, we mentioned the Minka Kelly of it all. That's kind of a similar... You have, like, a... You have a very similar outlier... The only difference is that Kelly Kapowski has no edge whatsoever. <laughs> exactly! And that's what I'm saying. Like, she's the actual, like, prototypical... Like cheerleader, yeah, she's the actual pure, chaste girl. Pure. Which is why, of course, you have her getting away from that role, like in 90210. Right, and, of course. Yeah, and, and it's it's fine. Like you can have tons of, you, it's, it's completely fine to, to be. Again, yeah. For all of anybody about problems, they could have like nailed Kelly Kapowski. Yeah, that, <laughs> not not, but not really. Uh, not right. like the rest of the world wanted to, but. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, I bet you're doing like little jerk off motions, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So, but it's 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 everything there. All the dots align to have somebody who's a little bit more risque, and they never went there. Which I actually weirdly, I guess maybe because now we have those those modern day um, like more atypical versions of this kind of a character. I kind of appreciate like retrospectively, kind of like nostalgically, like. Oh, like, she's just plain and stupid. It's like, you know, sometimes you want vanilla yogurt or something, you know? Like, you just want the most plain version of it, and it's fine. And it's it's funny, because honestly, she comes across as the, the nicest of the bunch, whereas nowadays, you're used to this type of characters being kind of venomous. Like, she yeah, you would expect, like, her to be, like... Like, her character is supposed to be perfect, and yet she's clearly just, like, the worst. Like, a lot of Lang, well, like, a lot of Lang situation. A lot of Lang, um... Yeah, exactly. We mentioned several... I mean, there's a million versions of this. Maybe Kelly and I in our Charlie's Angels episode. Or on Friday Night Lights as well. Anybody on Friday Night The whole cast of Friday Night Lights. <laughs> it's like biased people that are actually secretly deeply conflicted. And, um, uh, you know, like even like the people on like Teen Wolf, I think you get a lot of people who are going to be pious on that that are not... Um, you've got like uh, I'd say a lot of a lot of mainstream sitcoms have people like this in it. So even like I was mean, Vampire Diaries subverted that with Elena at least. Yeah, always comes back to Vampire Diaries. I wonder why, Lindsay. <laughs> but even even people like like Modern Family, I would think is probably the most ar- archetypal kind of version of that in modern. They're all TV. garbage. It's, it's I don't think they even pretend that they're not garbage but, anymore. But it's, you certainly come across like your Haley is supposed to be this. this version of that that's actually terrible but she could technically be also pious if you wanted to go by 90 standards but anyway so you have you have that in kelly which is fine but it, it translates to this weird like 
kind of weirdly uptight outfit that I I don't know what they were even trying for with this. I mean, I'll snap a picture of everybody's outfits because you just She's probably wearing a burlap sack and still one because she's Kelly Kapowski, honestly. But it's, it's a weird, like, the way it's outfitted is also strange because it's, again, it's like, it's like a Williamsburg kind of style gown, but it's, like, up at the ankles, so, like, you sh- she's still showing skin and it's low cut because you see her, like, you know, her, um, her neckline and everything. So it's like, you got, you got some, like, skin shown, but it's also, again, like, a huge draping, like, pillowy, again, like, practically a burlap sack. It's weird. It's, it's... Yeah, it's just so funny, because there's no dress code for this particular Who said... Yeah, uh, there's watched... no, like, particular, like, the swimsuit stage, or, like, uh, like, the evening gown stage. It's like, just wear... Yeah, evening gown. We watched... Whatever. Whatever you feel unless like. There's, unless we can presume there was another meeting about what's going on, we can, pre- we can assume that what we saw in that opening scene is all they were told about this meet... Miss Liberty contest. Yeah. So who, in what world, did he say anything <laughs> about a costume contest? He just said it's a beauty pageant, which means you wear whatever the fuck you feel like wearing, but usually a dress. In fact, Stacy's the only one dressed, maybe Lisa as well, kind of. They're dressed as they should be dressed. Okay, we've, the, the, el- the elephant in the room... Pageant, not a costume The contest. elephant in the room is that, yes, Kelly's outfit's insane, but then they cut to Jesse. <laughs> Jesse is, <laughs> in pure Jesse form... Wearing a head-to-toe Statue of Liberty outfit, <laughs> and it is bonkers. It, it, it's one of the most... I don't know what they're even thinking. I know it's supposed to be Fourth of July, but it's it looks terrible. And it's, like, it's a big, drapey, like, like shimmery... It, it's it's still, like, form-fitting, though. So I know what they were trying for. It's supposed to be, like, like in, in, intelligent but sexy, but it's, like, it, it did not achieve anything it was going for. It looks... Horrible. She's got like her hand up the whole thing. It's terrible. Like we don't need to have your hand up the entire scene. It was sad. Poor <laughs> Elizabeth Berkeley to keep her hand up the whole time. It's just it's depressing. It's such a good. But book. so they all look insane, and I'm gonna read off their little speeches. So I guess there's a part of the contest we didn't see, maybe because uh, we see the final. Like he says, like the finalists are, of course, the people we assumed they'd be the main three girls and my daughter Stacy. And he's, like, of course, playing favorites where he's like, oh, whatever, like, I don't care. But then he asked them all to um, explain what July 4th means to them, which I felt that was actually very, like, that was solid, too. Like, okay, this will be funny. The, the answers are terrible, but in the wrong way. And they could have actually made this, like, good, like, funny jokes. Instead, they made them, like, varying degrees of just poorly written. Almost, like, believable, because I feel like this is the kind of stuff that some of the girls would have answered with. Especially Stacey's is so bad, and I'm like, why are you so excited for her to, to win? Because her answer is just terrible. Ugh. So Lisa uh, is the first up, and he says, what does July 4th mean to you? And even though he's not judging, you still have um, uh, the the boss wandering around the whole time. Oh, like yeah, crazy. Of course, put out like he's especially like, rude to Kelly because he knows obviously she's Kelly fucking Kapowski. Fuck, like exactly. she's the front runner. Uh, yeah, as terrible as he is, I love that touch. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> I would have totally taken that on its own. I didn't need all the other like elbowing him at the at the race. Yeah, but that, that moment is like that was like the most subtle moment of the episode. I you know what? I bet, I bet we just tra- track back to why that scene happens. And so when he's like this, it's supposed to come across like the reason why he is this way is because he's competitive against both of them after pulling them into the water and elbowing her- them off the, the thing. That's, I guess, what we're supposed to take away from that. But I don't like that because I think it actually undercuts how hilariously 
like weird it is for a grown man to have like a super chip on his shoulder against this beautiful girl. Like, oh god, that Kapowski girl's here ruined everything again. <laughs> that bitch taking oh my the girl's god. crown. It's great. It's it's a stage. But how are saying how every girl in the high school should have like just like a lower self esteem? Like I, I would love it if there was someone who just like had a vendetta against Kelly because be great. like she just takes It'd be everything. But so, they're gonna do a reboot of Save the Moment, an actual good reboot. That, I think that should be a part of it. I, I'm available to write it. <laughs> yes. I'm drawing a blank, but I feel like there's probably. There, there has been something um, similar to that kind of a thing where you have the, the girl that's so good. I, I know there. I'm, I'm, I'm just literally drawing a blank on the actual thing, but like, I know there's like a version of this where you have Kelly is so good that she's actually like. Like shunned by everybody, like she's so attractive that no one actually knows her or talks to her, which is a pretty common trope. But I mean, in the sense that like she's so amazing that people literally are like cowering as she walks in, and she's like, "I just want friends." Like uh, I'm a I'm a normal human being. It's like it kind of kind of like Amanda Beckett from Can't Hardly Wait. Kind of. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You're right. It's, like, person, how you just talk to her, like, once? And there's somebody, there is another version of this that's similar to that. I think there's a more modern version. It's just, it's, I'm losing it. Yeah, I, I, I know what you're talking about, though. So I'll find it later on. Maybe I'll include a, a link to that trope, the TV tropes, in the description. Warning. Uh, there's a TV tropes link. Um, but yeah, so I I like the fact that she's she's, like, you know, kind of completely fucking up this guy's life. But it's also not great, because he's, like, supposed to be this objective... He's now he's 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 again relinquished his his control of being a judge to be the host, which is like well who's going to host it anyway? Maybe Zach would have hosted before him, but that was a problem that I guess he fixed on his own. But like he's still completely unbiased because he's like winking at everyone. He's like pointing to his daughter like hey this is the one you should vote for. It's like, I know it's like it's, like, like, it's oh. so dumb. But so anyway, so he so he he's like trying to like get it in her favor, and he asks them all what their what their version of Fourth um, of July means. Lisa's is the first one to answer, and I again like they're terrible, but I guess they kind of fit the characters to a point because Lisa answers it's freedom, liberty, and fifty percent off all sales at major department stores. <laughs> and I was like, all right, well, yeah, all right, <laughs> like, well, sure. The joke is good, I guess, because it, it fits Lisa's personality. But it's like you're basically saying I'm I'm okay with losing this because anybody who's ever seen a beauty contest knows you're supposed to answer that kind of stuff to win the audience. It's like they should like. If Chris was actually a good uh, owner and the kind of guy that he pretends to be, he would, like, Lisa would win because a member should win. Right, exactly. Keep the members happy. The member should win every single thing. It's, that would have made more sense to me. This is, again, I pitched my version of this, this is the turtle family coming to town, and then him having to, him wanting the, to, the like, her, her family's super prestigious and rich, and he wants to win over the father's, like, donor money or something, you know? Like, it makes so much right? more sense if it was for that reason. When it's his own daughter, it makes him just such a sniveling asshole. I mean, he'd still be bad if it was the other way around, but you'd understand why. It's because he's trying to grease, grease hands. Anyway, so, so, um, so, then Jesse's turn... I, I love this, too, because Lisa first comes up, says her thing, then Jesse comes up, takes the mic from his hand, which I really liked, instead of him holding it for her to speak into, and then she's like, um, so what does uh, Fourth of July stand for to you? And she says, America, our country, well, actually it belongs to the Indians, and then starts on like a, a tangent, which gets cut off immediately, and I was just... What? I understand that, obviously, that's, that's also Jesse's M.O. is to be over the top and make long, like, rambling speeches, but, like, 
I, I did not like that either. <laughs> so this is also bad because you're cutting her off before she could even get. I had pointed out before, like uh, in the Justice Song episode, I think, in all of our many talks about Save by the Bell, apparently, it's like the only she's trying to make like in her like feminism and humanitarianism always a joke, like oh she cares about other people basically. She 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 stays woke. What what a bitch, right? Ha ha ha. Like, let's laugh at her, pretty much. At least let her ramble more. Like, she got nothing like, out. No one getting offended by that, either. It's like... It's she true! Re- she was speaking some realness. She used the word Indians, which is yeah, crazy, too. Exactly. So, like, That's how you know, again, the yeah, early like, 90s. white guys are writing for her, too. Right. Yeah. It's, like, it's ridiculous. Again, anyway, better than uh, obvious Zuckerman by, like, a fucking mile. True. true. Well, most people are, I would imagine. <laughs> But, uh, so, so she, she, um, she gets basically tossed to the side, which I also was like, well, she barely even got to say anything. It was stupid. She should have rambled off to that point after having at least, like, another little blurb of an answer. She got nothing said. She just said, America, our country, actually. And then we went on that. It was, just, it was stupid. But so, then we get Stacy, and Stacy's is trash. I don't even remember what Stacy's is. I don't remember, like, I don't remember anyone with Stacy's. I wrote them all down, but, so, but it's funny because the the scene with Stacy when he when he's like holding the mic for her, she he's like crying like like it's the most unethical like it was crazy ridiculous how he was trying to stack the odds in her favor. But so she's she's answering and it's a terrible answer. Her answer is um, it means the time of togetherness, family, friends, fun, and fireworks. Is like, she just like, she's like just adding Thanksgiving like fireworks to Thanksgiving, stupid. right? That's stupid. what she's doing. It's. It, uh, you could have you could have just closed your eyes and then picked a random f word from the dictionary. and You have a better shot of being legit than whatever she. It's and then we have Kelly's Andrew is perfect. By the way, I also yeah I also just don't associate like Fourth of July with family, friends, fun, and fireworks. That's a stupid thing to say. Like it's one of any yeah. of those, but not all of them at once. Like what a shitty like life that you're saying you know, togetherness with your family, your friends, and fireworks and stuff. So, it's just stupid. And, uh, then we get Kelly, again, like, what the hell is she wearing? But she comes up... She nails it, because, like, Kelly should be winning every single beauty pageant there is. Yeah, she's an actual beauty queen, is what it comes across as. And she says, so he says, what's Fourth of July mean to you? And, of course, well, before this, he actually was, like, trying to... He forgot. Oh, yeah, Kelly Kapowski. He's so... Like, oh, yeah. He's like, oh, this bitch. And then Kelly's... Again, like, this is maybe Tiffany Thiessen's decision on how to play Kelly... But, like, Kelly, she could have rolled her eyes. She could have been annoyed. She was just, like, charming. Just like, oh, yeah, it's my turn. Like, she would have probably won even if she hadn't answered. <laughs> Kelly Kapowski, we all know. But so she walks up to the Nike, and she's like, it's something our ancestors gave their lives for. Something that makes our country stand apart from so many others. Today, on our nation's birthday, let us remember that one gift that makes America special. Freedom. <laughs> It gets undercut with the boss just sighing like, oh, I'm like, <laughs> not, like, fuck you. Sigh into a mic. It's ridiculous. It would have been. I know it's like you're putting on this. It's not her fault. It sucked. Like, with you. I'm already furious. Like this is the point where I'm already like, Jesus, he's been terrible the whole time. And then the voting begins. And when the, the voting is the most insane. <laughs> oh, I've got issues. I've got real issues with this. So the voting is literally being done in real time. Which sounds like it's an arbitrary thing to point out, but it's, I mean it in the sense that once someone finishes writing their vote down on a piece of paper, they, they hand it to it him and, and he it. reads it. So basically, at first I was like, wow, I'm like, 
Zach is literally the only one left writing. Why are we even like like? Obviously, he's going to be the last thing he he, he reads out because he's read the other two people's answers. And so one person votes for Kelly, one person votes for Stacy, which is also no one should vote for Stacy. They should have voted for well, he got that bought, that vote bought, I guess. Yeah, that, that one's bought definitely. But it would have made more sense for Lisa, even. Like, Lisa and Kelly to be the ones competing. That's not relevant Stacey like, to this whole conversation. has no right, right being, like, second place, because it should be between Kelly and Lisa. So you're the obvious winner, yeah, and the one sure. who's, like, he was a member. Right. He probably wins every year, too. She would have every year. Yeah, Lisa's my piss. But so, and also, like, that's maybe why Lisa just stays rich, and she keeps winning that title <laughs> every year. We figured it out, guys. Um, but yeah, I, I I also don't like this because it not only like leaves it to the point where like it would have been one it will be one step too far for them to already leave it at the point where you have to make the assumption that everyone knows Zach is the answer and no one's saying it out loud because he's just gonna pretend like I wrote it. There's a there's a level of like cognitive dissonance that would have taken place where everyone would have been like, all right, we know it was Zach, but obviously it's fucked up. He was just reading all these votes in real time. But it actually pointed out where he says, come on, Morris, we're waiting. Like, into the mic, in front of the audience. Like, how fucked up? I just don't understand. I don't get it. I don't understand what the point of that was at all. But for whatever reason, it, it happens. And uh, he's allowed to, to be that terrible on stage. And Zach votes for Kelly. And Stacy's devastated. Um, Kelly's thrilled. But, like, honestly, like, nicely thrilled. Again, like, charming. Super charming. Again, it's it, it comes across sort of like a... I know this is kind of a weird point to make, but, like, Miss Congeniality-wise, she's, like, the Miss Rhode Island or something, where she's just a charming, nice person. Like, just, I'm here for this because this is what I'm good at, and I'm nice, and I'm, and I'm gonna have a good time. Like, she's very kind, and it works. But, you, I don't know. It's, Basically, it's so weird. Again, Secret Bell is, what we all know, a garbage show. A lot of 90s sitcoms are garbage yeah. shows. Like, garbage. the fact that Kelly Kapowski is even half as good a character as she is, is insane to me. Like, just watching back now... I think it's all Tiffany Thiessen. It has to be Tiffany Thiessen, right? That was all her doing... She's never disingenuous, basically, which is ridiculous, considering... I want to believe in a world where where Tiffany Thiessen was, like, basically, like, strong gardening. Like, she wanted to make sure that that Kelly stayed Kelly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, she, she was Kelly's biggest defender... And I feel like that's a world... Because, like, in any other, <laughs> like, show, like, a character like Kelly, you could... Uh, she would have moments where she was shitty. Like, well, like, no, I just, I just, like, really like her. She's very likable. Yeah. No, she's just a nice person. Yeah. Because she has many flaws. She's not a perfect person at yeah. all. She fucks up. But, like, she always comes from a place of earnestness in a way that you don't really get with a, a lot of shows. Because you have people that are, like, actually, you know, a weird, a weird, but I think true correlation, and I know it's a kind of an insane... So stay, stay with me, guys. It's kind of like a Luke Skywalker situation. Where it's just, she's she's basically like oh. the plainest oh but nicest person. And if she was called up to some kind of greater duty, I'm sure she would achieve greatness. <laughs> but she happens Saving to just be. I think Kelly Kapowski could save the universe. Later. Yeah. Well, when we we never knew. We cut off before they like, left college. We don't know what she's up to now, but I bet she is. But anyway, so um. Afterwards, for some reason, I don't know what this is about, but I guess they're supposed to take pictures of Kelly winning. That makes sense. Fine. You need to get pictures for the paper, for press. Fine. Why is Zach in the pictures? Why Did she take there? pictures of the other judges, too? Because that's creepy as hell. <laughs> and they're, like, cuddling up, so I want to see the pictures of her with, like, that older dude. Uh, like, 
Maybe you need a lot to choose which, which judge. Let's allow that. But it's such a weird thing for them. So basically they're taking, like, it's the equivalent now, they'd be taking, like, selfies, maybe. But, like, they're taking, like, stage photos for, like, I guess a press release. But again, like, like Zach is all over her, and they're, like, I mean, he's not, buddy. He's, like, he's like, being friendly, like. He's got his arms around her at points. I mean, it's a little weird. Zach's a creep, but for some reason, like, when it comes <laughs> to anything about the judging situation, he's, like, got a soul for once. No! It's right, so weird. I'm not saying it's coming from a creepy place, like, I voted for her because now I'm going to try and hit on her. No, I don't mean that. I mean, like, it's a weird thing for him to be like, this is my ex-girlfriend, let me, like, in front of the girl I want to date. Yeah, like, he's there, but Screech does. And it's not like we're getting, yeah, and it's Screech. not like we're getting, um, like, the photographer calling out, like, put your arm around, like, none of that stuff. It's just them, like, having a good time. I'm like, what's happening? Why is he suddenly, like, all over her? Like, less than ten minutes ago, he was just kind of arbitrarily like, okay, I kind of know you, we went to school together. <laughs> like, it's so weird. It's so strange. Yeah, like, it's always, like, Honestly, because, uh, I would assume that the volleyball competition episode happened before this, so that's the one where he's basically trying to pimp her out to someone to get that person on the team. So, like, he's, well, he spends this entire mini-season either not, like, associating with her or, like, trying to get her, like, just pimp her out. Like, it's horrible. they ignore it at all the relationship Saint until Kelly. this this moment, basically. St. Kelly Kapowski. Uh, bless us with your, your greatness. But so, Screech, seeing Stacy kind of, like, thrown... Understandably, like, Stacy's kind of thrown by this, but instead of, like, leaning into it in that direction, they actually just make it even more stupid. And they have... Yes. They have Screech tell him... Tell Stacy that um, him and Kelly used to date. Which she did like, not know. Way where he's like... Which she didn't know. I, I kind of buy maybe they didn't bring it up, but, like, it's strange to me that, like, Screech saying, like, yeah, I guess this is his way of getting her back, and he, she doesn't say anything, like, that's kind of weird, he just asked me to do this dance. Like, there's a lot of things here that don't add up, but Screech is able to com- completely sway her to the side of, like, screw Kelly, screw Zach, forget all of this, I hate it. And then she pushes Screech to the ground after Screech says something else mean to her, which I kind of appreciated, because at least somebody's finally treating Screech the way he deserves to be, like, thrown to the ground like garbage. Because he's like, all up in her face. Like, he comes and, like, finds her and says this. Like, it's a really gross scene in general. And Screech is also always terrible. And so, um, we, we get more, like, glamour shots of them taking photos together, which is still so stupid. And then, afterwards, uh, the boss is so furious that Zack didn't rig the, the contest in his daughter's favor, he just fires Zack. Like, well, out. For, just, like, remember, Screech done. also calls, uh... Zach and Kelly, the hottest couple since Betty and Barney Rubble. He's garbage. And he also calls Zach uh, a priest smooth operator. Like, fuck you, dude. But also, like, oh that's the, the strongest underselling of Zach Morris I've ever heard. <laughs> Zach is not just a smooth operator. Zach is a smooth, like, phone company. Like, <laughs> this is stupid. But so, so he, he, he fires Zach, uh, Carosi does, because he's like, you didn't, you didn't give me what I wanted. He, like, openly says, the reason I'm firing you is because you didn't ring this, like, he has every chance of a lawsuit in right? the world. <laughs> and, uh, so they, the, then we cut to the dance. Zach's fired. Zach's like, oh, darn, I'm fired. Again, doesn't really seem to care that much, all things considered, but he does have a moment where he sulks at the beach, so we'll get to that in a minute. But, um, this is the part where I hope they'll all include a link uh, to, to the clip of it, or uh, a picture of it in the, in the description. Uh, 
Slater's outfit is looking good. <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. Oh my <laughs> god. And, uh, god, Lord, but, thirst is real, isn't it? Oh, very, Priorities very real. Love very em. real. And Slater and Lisa partner up to dance. Again, weird that that's just like a thing that happens. I mean, we're, we're accepting it now. I'm, I'm more than accepting it, please. But, uh, and then Stacy's got these great leggings on. Uh, another comment on the clothes. <laughs> I love it. But, um, uh, Kelly comes up to her and in a great. Like again, solidly in in the camp of Kelly is a saint. Because Stacy's like, like trying to like give her some static. Oh, Stacy's like, like, oh you like this is like screw you. I, I already found out you rigged the thing against me. And Kelly's like, good job. <laughs> like you did a great job. Uh, and then she's like, well, we both know why you won. And Kelly's like, what do you mean? Like not even like offended. Like what? What are you talking about, bitch? She's like, oh, what, what are you talking about? Like what do you mean? We both know. What What do you mean? And she's like, Screech told me you're getting back together with Zach. And he's like, well, also, this is, I have a question about what she just she says in the next sentence, because it makes no sense. But he says, Screech also said that Elvis has daycare for the Muppet Babies. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> Does that mean that, like, in the Muppet Babies TV show... The, it, the, the no, the Muppet Babies are apparently real, because... I don't, I don't know. <laughs> what kind of an argument? Or does he mean, like, in the cartoon universe of Muppet Babies, the, the disembodied feet we see are Elvis? <laughs> like, like, where does this even come re- from? Usually Reddit, so... usually Reddit, but this time it's Screech. But um, <laughs> Screech and uh, Reddit, I would not be surprised. That Screech makes the most Reddit. sense of anything that's ever happened. It would make sense if Screech was like a like a symbiote. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> um, oh God! What, what in God's name does he basically just says again? I'll reiterate it for for, for for reference. It's Elvis had a daycare for the mother babies. Again, it sounds like. A, a, Something someone would say. It sounds like nonsense words coming out of your mouth. And then she just says it so matter of factly. Yeah, of course. I'm like, why? Why do any of them associate with him? Why does Kelly associate with him? She's too nice. Did you get him checked out? Like, it sounds like he had a stroke or or a mild case of aphasia. Like, like, what's happening? Like, but so he's so he's um he's just like thrown under the bus, rightfully so. Kelly's like he was just talking shit. Yeah, I like you. You're fine. I'm not I'm not dating Zach anymore. We were just friends now. And Stacy feels dumb, which I feel like I actually like that Stacy kind of turns around and says, "Okay, sorry, that was great. It was a good communication for a moment." And she goes off. She thanks Kelly and congratulates her again. And goes off to find Zach. And then um, at the cabana, or we're about, no, about the cabana, inside the the lobby, the um, boss's friend that he had, like we found out he bought his vote with a, I guess some kind of a membership pass to always be under the cabana or something. I don't totally understand that, but we're just understand that's like a. The reason why he voted for for Stacy was for that, and um, uh, the boss tells Stacy as Stacy's looking for Zach. He says, "Well, I fired him," and she's like, "What? Why would you do that?" And he's like, "Well, I wanted you to win the pageant. He wouldn't vote for you." And she's like, "Jesus!" I'm like, "So number one, why is she shocked? Because clearly the father had this thing attempted to be rigged the whole time. He was winking at the audience openly and like begging for vote. It was just it was not subtle at all. And um, and also." It's not a big deal. Like this pat she's acting like the pageant has all its ethics involved. I'm like I mean the one thing we're not really talking about here is that it was a contest with like seven people on like a Saturday afternoon in Malibu Beach. I don't think it was like the rules committee's gonna come in and make a ruling. Like it was just stupid. Everything about it felt so overhyped. And so he just like, he's like, Alright, whatever, um bye and she just like, storms off and he, he goes she goes off looking for Zach. She finds him on the beach in what I presume to be a outtake of a music video from the 90s because there's like a, oh like yes a it's, a comedy, it's like a comedy bad video if ever there was one 
Yeah, it's like a solid 15 to 20 seconds, and I say specifically that because that sounds like not that much time, but when you have, like, tw- like, if you stop talking for 20 seconds, it's a long time. Like, if you sit there, <laughs> pause this, count to 15 without saying anything, and you're going to be like, damn, that was a long amount of time. So he, she finds him <laughs> on the beach, and there's, like, this, like, that cheesy, like, 90s mood music, which sounds just like, I always think of now, like, Community, where that da 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 like, Daybreak style. It's like cheesy. They really like, play the same music on music. Silk Stockings. Yeah, it's very like da 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 da, da and it's like music, and they're just like he's like God, every looking time off. You do that. Like, <laughs> the sun, the sun setting. It really is like a music video, and she and he's just staring, and it's like just a, like a surround shot of this them sitting there. It's very like picturesque, but it's also ridiculously over the top. And she sits down, and he's like, oh, hey. And she's like, I'm sorry, I was, I freaked out at you. I didn't realize it was, it was like, stuff of that. It was, out of, it was all out of control. I shouldn't have been, I shouldn't have said that. And he's like, well, and I actually like that Zach in this moment apologizes to her and says, I'm sorry that I pushed you into doing this contest. I don't think you were really that ready to do it. Which, I mean, I, let her be the judge of that. But still, it was nice that he felt apologetic. About I mean, me it, except for the sexual harassment, Zach is, like, ridiculously, like, a good person in this yeah, episode, considering in this episode, he feels guilty. This episode, basically, never again. Yeah. And um, yeah, when I was watching this, I was like, "Wait, this isn't wait." Who, who is <laughs> yes, this? Right. And so, um, so she and he, they both agree that Kelly deserved to win because they're both, you know, practicing Christians. <laughs> and um, and uh, so Kelly and uh, Screech are back in the dance. After that, they just kind of sit there. Even though that's the point where they should probably kiss. It's not until later on they even do that. But they just, I guess, sit on the beach romantically like that for like a random amount of time and then come back inside afterwards. I just don't buy that they even do that. Like, just, but before they come back, like, everyone's dancing. Kelly is stuck with Screech. Screech. He says he's just why. using her to, to make Lisa jump. This, like, as, we, as we know, Kelly's a saint. She's a saint. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Like. Screech is leprosy and Kelly is a saint. And I don't... Uh, or Screech is a leper, I guess you should say. But, uh, well, a little bit of both. <laughs> a little bit of both because I feel like he's contagious. Um... Uh, I don't understand why she'd even agree to dance with him after he said that, too. Like, it's one thing for her to be nice enough because he's, like, a friendish person, and even though basically he's just, like, a friend of her ex-boyfriend for some un- unknown reason. Um, and I understand that side of it, maybe. But the fact that, like, he also, like, puts her down, and then she keeps dancing with him, I'm like, what? what? <laughs> I was like, he basically says that he's only dancing with Kelly to be near Lisa and make her jealous, because obviously there's that ongoing Screech loves Lisa, and Lisa is supposed to, I, I don't understand, like, secretly, like, Screech or something? That's not true, and I don't want it to ever be true, and don't ever force that down my throat. But, uh, so he's, he's dancing with her, and she's just like, oh, Screech, whatever. And there's some awkward... There's some, I'll put in heavy quotation marks, jokes that happen when they're both dancing. I'm, it's not worth even going over. They're stupid and dumb. But um, uh, Lisa Lisa and Slater, as they're dancing, they're, like, starting and stopping, like, eight times across the dance floor in order to get closer to Kelly. I don't know why they get closer, like, honestly. Because they, they're across the floor when they first see them dancing. Like, it's a solid 10, 15 feet. Then they move again, and they're, like, talking, fake talking, because they're not, you know, they're not actually talking. They're fake talking across the floor. They stop again. They, they dance for a minute, and then suddenly they're next, right next to Kelly and Screech. So it's like a weird, like why even do that? It's like one song's been playing the whole time. It's not like they're changing music every time. Then I guess the song stops, and and it starts clapping. Yeah, and then just when Jesse shows up with a weird blonde guy, and she's like, "Hey, look who's here." Yes, it doesn't look to be like there's a live band, but sometimes I kind of 
remember like maybe going to dances when I was younger and it was like if it was like the only dance or the last dance you might clap maybe no one ever clapped but, like, it was so weird it, like it, it felt like they were all clapping because Kelly not Kelly um Stacy comes in with Zach that's even weirder and I was like it's so weird but I have so many questions I, there's no answer to it because it doesn't really know because at the same time I think it's either Screech or Kelly um or maybe even Slater someone says um it's Jesse it's Jesse who said it Oh, Just with her random date. She said, look, look who came in together. And they're clapping for Zach and Stacy, basically. Even though they aren't actually, probably actually clapping for them, they happen to call, like, come in at the exact same time. So weird. And the boss is mad that Zach's there. He's like, I fired you. And then, and then his own daughter throws him under the bus and basically, like, wants to make herself bankrupt by saying, he could sue you. For he can. He, he, he can. can. We could all sue him so much. It's a, the, How is this place still running? <laughs> There's a laugh track over that, like, oh my god, isn't that hilarious? He'd sue him? Like, no, he could literally sue him. And then Zach, of course, picks up the joke. And, like, Zach should already have been there, like, honestly. But also, he, like, he talks in the third person for a he moment. Could. It really <laughs> freaked me out. He's like, he could do that, and he would succeed. Yeah, someone could. It was such a weird, like, why do that? <laughs> but okay. But, like, he again, he's saying that like it's a joke. Like, he could do that and succeed. I'm like... Yeah, he could. He should. Don't work the rest of the summer. Live off the the winnings you won in the the wrongfully terminated suit against your shitty boss. And I'm sure his daughter would probably still date you because you're Zach Morris. But so um, instead of that, he just kind of is like, oh, um, all right, I guess we'll just we'll hire you again. And he's like, well, I could sue you. And he's like, and I and I'm not gonna. So I want some compensation for that. He's like, we'll settle this like mature adults. And he's like, well, I want the Just weekend. weekend. Like, That's not really it. So are they working all weekend? I guess. I'm confused. I'm hired. Do you want the week off? Also, does that mean he doesn't get paid? Because you could just take a weekend off in that respect. Are they salaried employees? Like, I got questions, and they don't have any answers, and it's infuriating. And so, that aside, it's not answered. Fireworks start, and then... And the boss is basically like, everyone outside, the fireworks are starting. Like, he should know that. And ahead of time, it should have been announced. Everyone should have planned this. It was a whole weekend. They do it every year. But instead, he seems shocked that it just started going up. Maybe he seems like the type that could be, and not to go back to the ter- terrible stereotype type from before, but, like, if he was cheap enough to just say, here's when the town's fires, fireworks go off. Let's all go out and look. Because he doesn't want to pay right? for his own fireworks display. Maybe? But they don't imply that. It seems like they're right outside the front door. So he should know... He should be the person getting the kind of heads up, like, uh, Mr. Carosi, the fireworks are about to start, and he should say that then. But they're like... Again, how does this place still run? But they all start running out, and he turns off the lights, which I was like, why would he turn off? That's how cheap he is, I guess. He turns off the electricity, because they're going outside. But it's like like the the public, like, cafeteria part, or the, the dining room, whatever. It's, like, a weird thing to turn the lights off on, because people are going to come back in afterwards. Like, fireworks don't last that long. And on top of that, like, why turn off the lights? Like, you don't need to see the fireworks from inside. Everyone's going outside. And if you are inside, you can just look out the goddamn window. It's not like you can't see a firework if the lights are on inside the house. Like, it's so stupid. But so he turns the lights off. Everyone goes running outside. But, of course, it sets the mood, because then we have Zach and... So romantic. It would have made more sense if she had started closing up or something. You know, that would have made a little more sense. Instead, like, he just shuts the lights off and leaves him behind. Doesn't care that his daughter's now, like, in, in the, the claws of Zach Morris. And, um, he wishes her a happy 4th of July, and they, like, 
have the chase this kiss again. Like for 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 all the the, the tap dancing Zach Morris does around girls, he really only barely kisses anybody at any time. And then of course we get the classic '90s where it fades their faces into the fireworks because that's just the best possible. Like it looks like one of those like Three Wolf Moon things where you get like their face on top of uh. fireworks. And then the top notch production. And value. then the credits roll because yes. And that was saved by the bell. Are we supposed to believe that they did not kiss? Right? No. Like, come on. Well, you know, maybe they didn't kiss, but you don't. If you're anything like Julia Roberts, you don't kiss, you know, or something. You know, Jesus Christ! Oh, right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, that was saved by the bell. So I mean, I'm. It was it was insane. I I have more questions than I probably should have about it, but... The fashion was glorious. It really was. For that alone, it's worth it. And Mario Lopez is... Well, uh, I wrote down who uh, wrote this episode, a writer named Scott Spitzer Gordon, who, like, do, like, had, like, the TGIF, TNBC uh, lineup on lock. He also wrote for ALF, our favorite show, uh, Different World, Full House, Perfect Strangers, Hanging with Mr. Cooper, Step by Step, Step by Step, a new class... Uh, Hang Time, he, he wrote an extremely goofy movie, um, he also created City Guys. Good Times. Oh, City yeah. Guys. Classic. It feels more and more, the further, the older I get, the more I rewatch it every once in a while, which is pretty awesome. So, <laughs> um, but, like, it feels like a daytime soap or something. Like, that's how little they cared about anything. Like, there's, there's nothing, there's not even an attempt at a plot in any of this, really. The closest we get to a plot, I guess, is Zach wants to date Stacy, and there is a, a weekend party going on. But everything else, just it's like interchangeable parts that happen to be happening at the same time. Like, I bet you could you could pull parts of this episode and throw them in another Beach beach Week episode, and it would have been the exact same thing. Like, it's, it, it's irrelevant, the fact that it happens to happen on the same five days. All right, well, <laughs> I guess you're exhausted. I guess. A long so, day at the I beach. Mean, so sure. that'll put you out. But, um, alright, so what's up with you, Toya? Uh, well, you can find me, uh, at LeFergs on Twitter, and then you can find where I'm writing, basically. I'll let you know. I'll tweet the shit. Alright. And what's up with you, Lindsay? I am always on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're <laughs> killing it right now. <laughs> at, at the coolest, spelled K U H L E S T. Basketball season's almost over, so you don't have to deal with that much anymore for people who follow me there. So you're going to stop tweeting altogether then, basically, is what you're saying. <laughs> Shut up. I love you. It's great. But yeah, so follow, follow Lindsay. Awesome. And then, as always, I am at Mari on Twitter. The next episode of this show is going to be um, another long-forgotten but still worth-watching pilot-slash-series, uh, Opposite Sex. Uh, it's oh, yeah. a little known, little known pilot. Like a classic. It is well, it is Lindsay. Because stay tuned. It is Chris Evans, Milo Ventimiglia, oh my God. and Kyle Howard, among many other people. But Allison Mack, one of them. Uh, it's fantastic. And the, I was gonna. I need to do some googling. It's all on it's YouTube, YouTube honey. We're picking the one that's the best quality because I could pick other episodes. I want everyone to see it in full glory. Uh, uh, you can always rate, subscribe, review us on iTunes to get a uh, drunk commentary for Entourage. Do it or don't do it. Uh, oh no! As you said before, let's I hate you. 
<laughs> and then you can find us on uh, Twitter at the Televoid. You can email us at thetelevoid@gmail.com. And in the meantime, thanks for wandering into the Televoid. See you next time. Bye bye. Hey.